It's an odd one, isn't it? That it's a random topic to start the. Uh, well, I was thinking the conversation. It's on. like a, it's a, I would imagine it's a hazard to have that as a fetish, because why? Well, the way I think it, it's like you, if you're into feet, yeah, fair play to you, yeah. whatever. Wish I was, but. You must view them in a way, in the way similar to people view boobs or like yeah. willies. It's just or the body part that you find erotic. Yeah. So in the summer, you can like go for a, like a walk around and see loads, or of loads of naked feet. Loads yeah, of yeah. naked feet. But also, <laughs> and that's great. That's great. Yeah. Whatever. But as a, as the other side of the coin, you you're gonna see your mom's feet and your dad's feet. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or like your sister's foot or something. You like see everyone's feet all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's not like a, a mutt or a pair of boobs that are like <laughs> out all the time. That's what I mean. I'm going to train myself to get into feet. Although boobs can be like semi-out. A boobs make more of an appearance than a mutt does. Well, the uh, the boob, it's the side boob is one of the rarest. I mean, you've got like... <laughs> the rarest of boobs but is the, the side the boob. The under boob. That's the under boob's the rarest. That's incredibly rare. The, yeah, you don't. Because usually like, you know, there might be an opportunity to see... A yeah. bit of side boob with a top, but under boob, not that many people wear tops short enough for a bit of under boob to show. Have you ever seen an under boob out and about on your travels at work? It's quite at rare. work. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever in Birmingham <laughs> when you're wandering around, not seeing under boob. Maybe I don't know. Would you, how would you not remember? I can't say I've, I'll keep my eye out for 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 under boobs. Yeah, but you don't have to. It's like saying I don't keep my eye out for a goblin. If you see one, you'll remember it. Not well, not really, because I'm a woman. Yeah, but you It's different for a, for a woman because, you know. What's the equivalent? I see, well, I see underboob all the time. What's the. Um, well, what's the I see my own underboob. What's the male equivalent? Is it like side bulge or like, you know, helmet outline or something? What's what's the thing yeah, that yeah, girls look for and go, whoa, look at that? Come on, give us an insight <laughs> into your mind. I don't know. I'm not sure. What do you mean? I mean sure? in my my mind doesn't doesn't speak for every female mind in the planet. No, but it speaks for the female mind that's in this room. Well, I just talked about foot fish, and that's not. You know, that's not all blokes, is it? Or all females? No, but uh, you've not you've not got a foot fetish, as far as I know. I'm gonna try and train to get one though. <laughs> I think it'd be brilliant. Train myself to have a foot fetish. I think, I think you could probably get into anything if you put enough time and effort into it. It's Feet like around, it just perseveres. Like why? Because then it's everywhere like you go, you're just seeing like. Imagine if like you're into like I like boobs or bums or whatever. Imagine that's just on on where your feet are instead. And everywhere you go, you just see like boob feet. You'd be like, yeah. I suppose if you see it like a man walking around and he's got like. Oh, trousers on that you know so you could see like the shaft oh, an the outline shaft. of the shaft i guess well what else is there on a bloke oh, really that's what i'm asking Other for that there's like thing is with women there's like shaft there's two things two you know that oh, you, there's you, many that things there's feet hands well but there's two main things you're hiding from the world which is your boobs and your mot yeah and your bum your bum oh and your bum okay yeah. so there's two things on a man there's the the the, the front bottom and the back bottom oh, no. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but people like all sorts of things, don't they? They're like some people can like really into the small of, of some the people back. like some people are obsessed with skin. Some people like eating people. Well, some people like eating skin, but I mean, some people are just like obsessed with people who have got perfect skin or yeah, um, you know, amazing eyes or oh I don't yeah, know. I like it when you see someone with nice eyes, nice teeth, nice teeth, yeah, nice yeah. teeth is like rank monkey teeth is just not it's not doing it for me. You gotta have a nice set of clean white teeth. Not like buttery gnashes. Like <laughs> yes, like I know we uh, in the UK have a bit of a rep for having bad teeth. But you know what? That's that fucking Brad from Sofa <laughs> King. Yeah, fuckers. Jesus Christ! <laughs> but I think in general, because the thing is, what happens here is like we go to work and we don't get things like dental and stuff. Now, yeah, I mean, that's right. Yeah, with with our like, work, I didn't know what you meant. Like there. a lot of people who work 
they in their job they'll have like dental health care as part of their work like work in this you know um that's true things that you package get, things that you get that are extra um <laughs> in your job perk a perk of the job yeah and so teeth. especially if you work if you earn quite a lot of money you're always gonna have perfect teeth because they're gonna be like yeah you know. i suppose but you've got to be pretty va- like do you think it's vain like changing your gnashes or it's just for no, confidence i did it not well, yeah, you did, I suppose. Yeah, I did. You vain bastard. I'm really vain. No, I think it was an insecurity I had, and I did something about it. I don't think it's vain. No, it's not. It's not. I um, you know, I didn't like the fact my teeth stuck out a little bit, so I did something about it. Your, te- your teeth didn't stick out. They though. did. They look. How much did it cost you? Um, they look exactly the same. No, they don't. Uh, I don't know. A couple of grand. Couple of grand. Couple of grand. I didn't have to have train tracks. I did that like Invisalign thing. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Which you know, you c- which is basically you don't really know, you don't people don't know you're doing it when you're doing it until well, you've got like good straight teeth. The only thing is, that's afterwards is your teeth are always it's like an, a constant battle with your teeth. Yeah, they're always want to try to go back yeah. to how they were. So yeah. you have to wear like I don't a like retainer. Being moved around, man. I wear a retainer like two or three nights a week to make sure that. Sometimes I forget for a couple of weeks and I have to put it in and it hurts like a uh, motherfucker. You know, you know it's when your tooth's poking out your eye and the other one's <laughs> coming out your bottom jaw. I've had dreams like that where it's just what? like pinged back oh, to tra- where it was. You like dreams where like your teeth fall out or like you swallowed hair. Yeah. Oh, the hair one's awful, yeah. Gross, man. I feel like the, I'm in the teeth ring. one, yeah, the teeth one, like I've had the falling out teeth. But yeah. also I've had dreams about my teeth going back to how they were. Right. Oh, like yeah. just going boing. <laughs> 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 I'm like waking up and I'm like, no, because I spent like, I don't know, probably two years straightening them and then they just went back to... Well, they're always going to go back, though. That's the thing. You've got to continuously... And like, luckily... Say, I have lads, stay where you are, or girls. I had pretty, like, straight bottom teeth, so it was only my top teeth. So, fuck you, Brad. i got really good teeth, thank you very much. Yeah, indeed, man, yeah. Um, but there are there are some terrible teeth around, isn't there? Like, seeing some, like... Imagine snogging someone with, like, khaki, yellow... Have, what, th- have you ever like have you ever kissed someone that is like is outrageously bad when when it's happened? I remember kissing a girl. Bad? Well, when they k- kissed you, I, I remember re- kissing I rem- a girl and I called a lizard girl. It's like she was trying to catch flies off the back of my throat. I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" <laughs> she goes and like gnashing at my face. I was like, "This is not gonna. This is not. It's <laughs> not. I'm a kissy kiss, not eat um, my face." I just I remember one guy I went out uh, dated. He was um, he smoked, which was rank because if rank. you don't smoke. It's literally like kissing an ashtray. What if you're into ashtrays? Well, I mean, yeah, know, if you've man. got an ashtray fetish, then yeah, yeah you've, you're sound. You're good to go. Go for someone who smokes. But if you don't, then... Uh, that's that's pretty rank, isn't it? That? Yeah, like, that it's not nice if day. you don't smoke at all or never have. Kissing someone who smokes all the time is pretty rank. It doesn't taste good. You get yellow teeth? So it's a full circle, this is. Yeah. See what I mean? So, yeah, manky teeth, no. Need good, clean, white teeth. Thank you very much. Have you got any shout-outs this week? Um, I don't know, have I? I don't know, that's why I was you? asking. Yeah, I have, yeah. Oh, I've okay. just been... Um, w- go on. I don't think so. No? Sure? Mm, not even going to shout out feet? Just all feet around the world just and banging to feet? I don't, I'm not banging to feet. No, <laughs> actually, like, people touching me with their feet, they, they like, get hit, they get they get ab- abused. Yeah, you wouldn't be into feet well, No, jobs. fuck off, don't touch me with your feet. I, I've seen some mingy feet when I've been at jiu-jitsu. 
Ugh, Most people are fucking sound, but you get like a random dude that will turn up that you don't know. He's like never been there before. And you're like, like you've got you've got decent feet for a guy. You have to. And you have to when I you, don't when even like you touching me with your toes. No, you have to have like. Ooh, it creeps me out. Like, you get like these random people that turn up to training. And they, they'll come for like two weeks and they disappear. And some of their fucking feet. And you're like, mate. What the fuck's wrong with your foot? I think you need to go to the doctors. Yeah, like it's important to have incredibly like good hygiene. Good, like I've got good fingernails. I've got good feet, man. Because you and you expect this respect for other people, I suppose. Yeah, you can't go in there like stinking of bo and like (laughs) having like manky fucking long ass like toenails. People don't brush their teeth. Manky shit. People don't shower. Yeah, it's fucking horrible, man. No thanks. Gross out. Yeah, I've got some shout outs. Well, three: Mike Hollywood Harrison and Chris Hughes on Patreon. Sound oh. lads, they're digging deep there. Good, and also uh, Josh with his insane donations to the oh, cause. Of course, yeah. Okay, Josh, I'm shouting you <laughs> out. I'm stealing Tom's uh, shout out because uh, uh, Josh, you uh, you rock. Yeah, you do rock, mate. And I think we've got some um, some the bullets are going to be arriving soon. Or the, the you know are they bullets? The bit the lead bit that comes out the end is that the bullet or the? <laughs> You're asking me this. The slug. It's the slug. It's not the snail. The thing, the thing that comes out the gun that lands yeah, in the, the bit thing. bit that kills you when it hits you. Yeah, the bit fast. that like, absolutely fucks you up. He's got some of them come in. Um, he has to dig them out of his... Uh, he blasts on the live feed. Hopefully, yeah. I think they're in the country, so we can get. they're going to go away to Does like, he give you a tracking or anything? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Josh doesn't <laughs> play games. You're burping into the mic, you goddamn savage. Turn into Rob. Rob. We miss Rob. Should, yeah, we do. My shout-out's to Rob. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't spoken to Rob for... About four years. Nah, it's not been, it's been that long. long. It feels it's like it. That long. Um, Teco. Gonna jump into Teco before I mention oh you could Teco and their amazing hot sauce. Gonna mention fucking sticker mule. Oh, we just I just went into Hannah's office. <laughs> yeah. There's a fucking bottle of hot sauce in there from an imposter. I so was like, what's this? No, it's not an imposter. It's I an just, imposter. So sticker mule, uh, where we order all of our like good quality stickers from it's because they're like really like thick, decent, like you know waterproof, all that shit, and. Uh, they they had like when I ordered we were running low on some of the um just yeah. the normal logo stickers so I and they have like offers so I was like oh I'm gonna jump on the offer bandwagon and order some hell yeah and um yeah. So they had this offer running all week as they do every week so I, I thought oh well, I'll get some and then on the Friday they were like do it today and we'll send you a bottle of this oh, you knew free it was hot coming. sauce oh, I didn't know you knew it was coming yeah yeah so uh we've got two sets of stickers. And we'll have two bottles of hot sauce, actually. I would give right. that away in a competition, but I'm not going to do that. No, because oh, you could take a hot sauce. <laughs> you know. Are our hot sauce sponsors. Yeah, we can't do that. No chance. We're just going to eat that one. Yeah. Um, have you had any Teco this week, Anna? Other than your Teco popcorn last week. You still got some of that. A little bit. I want to make it again. I think I can do it better. Yeah, you were discussing. It was good. You were saying during the week you were going to... I think it was like... It what tasted Teco a little d- What Teco did you use? I what used the red Teco. Ones if you used black. Triple X. I mean... I think it was quite spicy as it was. So no, you can never have it too spicy. Um, Especially popcorn. Well, <laughs> no. I, I think the red just lends itself to... Or the Caribbean, maybe. Lends itself to that isn't kind that of ca- caramelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm making like a, a spicy caramel, yeah, yeah, yeah. basically. So, But I think I need to like... What I did was I put the teco in at the end. Yep. I think I need to put it in the... You know, when I was boiling the sugar... He's put it in the beginning. Oh, I'm so not an alchemist. I would have so no idea. I, th- I like I threw off the like recipe a bit because I threw in teco at yeah, the end. You disrupted the rhythm. Yeah, I disrupted the like balance. The so routine. I think if I put it in the beginning, it'll boil down with the like water and not and not cause any issue. It would be cr- I want it needs to be crunchier. That's the that's the that's the thing. Oh right, okay, yeah, the cr- the crunchy. More nature. crunchy like toffee. 
Well, that makes sense in some way. You want it to be crunchy. I think uh, didn't tech, didn't um, Duncan get the uh, tech last week? Duncan, do some fucking popcorn. Yeah, I I, I said uh, get it on what, like he, we did. He um, I said post what you f- you know your favorite weird way of making you know a techo recipe, and he did techo pancakes. So beautiful. And guy. and, he, and uh, to be fair, he posted quite a few. Yes, <laughs> like techo on a banana. Everybody just one stuff. Post it, you fuckers. Yeah. Post <laughs> this fucking winnings, man, like, because we get to we can repost it. Um, so please go and check out El Yucateco um, on Instagram, all social medias. You can find them at El Yucateco underscore hot sauce on Instagram and El Yucateco official on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I did write that down, but I thought I might have done it wrong. But anyway, <laughs> um, we're also brought to you by the kind people at Retro Vague. And to be fair... They are very kind people at Retro Vague, aren't they? They're some of the kindest the, I mean, people Teco, I know. Teco, e- e- equally so, very kind people. Yeah, but all, both our, our sponsors are pretty, like pretty sound. fucking banging, yeah, to be they're fair. To be, they're like super sound people. Like The thing is, I know that we talk about some mad shit and uh, we we swear a lot. And, you know, a lot of like people are usually like, oh, I'm, not, I'm not interested, but... These guys, they're just like, yeah, man. It's because it's fun. They understand it. They understand what's going on. So we have a um, retro vague winner this week. Um, And I want to see this person wearing their slick threads when they come through the post. And that is super tagger Eddie Armstrong, because he must have tagged about four million pictures. I was like, that's definitely... Was it like was it a mixture of techo and retro vague or more retro vague? Well, I saw a lot of retro vague and I thought... Mm. And then I looked... Because, like, you know, you get the notifications. Mm. I could just see his, like... Like, name over and over and over again. I was like, yeah, you Oh, yeah, was that the one got, like, 54... Like, I looked on there was, like, 54 things. that's what you need to do. That's what you need to do to win. So, um... Uh, yeah, send us your details, mate, and we'll get some stuff out to you. Because what happens is, is, if we get those 54 messages, so do like RetroVague yes, and Techo absolutely. when this they look on their social this media. This is why we ask you That's to tag what we us. Want. That's what we want, man. We want them to open up their feed and just have like millions of things from like tagging ret- robots for eyes in there. Absolutely. I mean, I've got to shout, uh, shout out Giggle Stick. He literally every picture yeah. of Teco that they post, he const- he constantly posts on on every single one, no doubt, no fails. Beautiful so specimen of a person, in, indeed. Um, so uh, yeah, send us your details, mate, and we'll get that all sent out to you. You can find Retrovague at the Retrovague on Instagram and uh, Retrovague on Facebook, and we're also part of the Podbelly podcast network. Um, if you head over to podbelly.com, you'll see uh, various pieces of information, drop down tabs. You can get your learn on as well and figure out how to do a podcast. Uh, lots of educational content on how to produce it properly and like us who just wing it and just figure it out each week. Um, but there uh, are loads of decent podcasts in the directory, but the network, in my opinion, is where it's at because we're on that. Because so <laughs> we're on it. <laughs> so are Art and Jacob Do America and Brewing the 99, which is a, a new uh, member to the... Uh, to the I think new. Well, they're new-ish. Two months. That's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's going to cover everything. Please go and check out Psyche Apparel. Did I say apparel right now? I, I think don't I did. think you'll ever say it right. Is it, what's, what's wrong with that? It's just pronunciation. What's what you're mocking me, you <laughs> mocking bastard? Go there, check that out, buy some clothes, thank us later. You can find us at Robots Rise Podcast across the board, everywhere. And uh, we've also got a new website that Hannah will tell you about now. www.com. <laughs> Uh, robots for eyes you can do the www <laughs> although i just did it <laughs> again like why why is the like shortened version of it takes so much longer to say uh just yet go on to i uh, don't think the um the like uh <coughs> google analytics is quite picking it up yet because when you type in 
like our you know robots fries it doesn't come to the top of the page yet i think that takes a little while so just type in robots fries podcast podcast.com literally that's all you have to do and you'll go straight to the site also it's on all our social medias every yeah. time we post any kind of uh giveaway or yeah um not giveaways but well if we post like a the, the episode yeah. social media all the links are always included it's in our bio which has like a campsite link thing which has all the links to everything so yeah. It's um, everything that is sort of inv involving the podcast yeah, consolidated under one roof. Yeah, basically. Thing. it's. I mean, mostly it's because people are like, where can we buy stuff? Where can we get the stickers? There where you can fuckers. we get the T-shirts? Where can we do this? So that's where. Go there. Do that. Yep. If that's if you want some anyth anything Robots for Eyes related, that's where you can buy it. Or if you want, and also it just has like a bit about the podcast, a bit about other people, us as people, if you're interested. Yeah, a little bit. And... Uh, and leave us a That's review on whatever platform you're listening to, on, yeah, you yeah. bastards, and subscribe. Let's do a podcast. Elon Musk. Fuck. Wait, to be fair, this one's been overdue. People have asked for Elon Musk for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I'm surprised you haven't done it earlier because you've got like a massive boner for Elon Musk. Uh, you yeah, have a I huge have. like I've man crush fetish. on him because yeah. he's fucking brilliant. Well, a lot yeah. of people don't like him, but I all mean, wrong. I, I can take him or leave him. To be honest, what you can take him or leave him, considering yeah. what he's doing for humanity. And well, he's not like, the only nah, person man. doing shit for humanity. Uh, yeah, you, know, you act yeah, like right. he is the only no, person no, doing no. stuff for you, good stuff for humanity. It's because not. he's going into space, and I love space. Yeah, because you love space, so you're very much like you. you there's a bit of bias there. It's like you know, it's, it's, you got like kind of that parental bias. Like, parental. Oh, he, he, you know, he's, <laughs> he's brilliant. He's because he's because like you know. He's yeah, I try like not that. to. I've tried to kind of leave that out, like me just gushing over him in this because I do. I mean, yeah, there are some. He's not. He's, he's not a fucking perfect person. He's not a perfect person, man. He's not. There's no way. No, he just. Does fucking no really cool perfect. shit. Like, I wish I was a billionaire and was able to do cool shit like him because it sounds fucking amazing. Flying stuff about and fucking like carving tunnels out under the floor and all these crazy ideas that he just, because he's got so much money, he can just make happen. He's a fucking legend, I think. I think, anyway. <laughs> he's like a real life Tony fucking Stark. Yeah, that to be fair. You he know, is. what Downey Jr. based his character, I didn't know that, based his character on Elon. Bits of it, anyway. Yeah, I get it. I mean, he's just. Mm. Fucking look at you! Why are you burping? To <laughs> I'm drinking coke. Yeah, but you don't have to burp into the mic. <laughs> He's a savage. Isn't that what Rob does? He did until he got somebody like said, "Don't do that," because it's not. <laughs> and I said, "Don't do it, Rob," and he didn't. And now you're doing it. <laughs> Jesus, try and clean up our act. Uh, burp a matic over. I there. mean, clean up our act. Seriously. <laughs> As he drinks. As he drink a beer. Um. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Tony Stark is like you know he's a philanthropist. You know, so is extra. Elon? money moneyed person so yeah, yeah. it's not there's not lots of people other than elon musk like that in the world yeah they're interesting characters aren't they like the super rich elite billionaires that seem yeah, to yeah. like that getty guy yeah well even oh. fucking pit, it, nothing compared to what these fellas like jeff oh, bezos really? and, yeah think, these fellas are like the getty family with the, the most one of the most richest people in the world i don't know i'm just fucking saying that you could do an episode on them didn't you say you're gonna do that the gettys uh, yeah well i feel i feel like that story's been told so many ways though i don't even know it Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's on the list then. And the Rothschilds. People want to know about that's, the Rothschilds. Yeah, that's the, that's the ones, isn't it? The yeah. fucking, like, yeah. creepy... The Rothschilds and they, like, took over the world. Yeah, like, that's the thing. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like, in mainstream media, we know, like, who the richest people are. Like, you know, Bezos yeah, and yeah. Musk and fucking Microsoft dude. I always forget his name. Bill Gates. Bill Gates. 
But like, I feel like there are people yeah. in the in the fucking shadows that are way way more powerful and way way more. Well, they say more they influence. say that, but you get the, they say that the like the true like wealthy people are not on the rich list, and you don't know who yeah, they yeah, are. And yeah. That may be the case, but what are they fucking doing? They're not doing they're anything. They're like pulling the strings. They Do, are. But what what, what they're, strings? They're, 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 the, they're, they're the they're the they're the ones pulling all the fucking co- corporation strings, the government strings. The Maybe. they're the ones. They're the they're the people at the top. You don't even know who are there that are sitting there, like basically yeah. running the world. When you just think, maybe I'm, I'm going a bit conspiracy now, aren't I? But, well, but I, d- I, I absolutely believe that that they're, you know, our our politi- politicians and and then, you know, and our governments aren't really governed by the people that you think are governing it. Um, yeah, I, mean I feel like there's people up above them, especially like, you know, like. President, like that's pres like presidencies and stuff like are funded yeah. behind the scenes by these by yeah. who by who they being funded by there, there are interests behind yeah there's like ad- agendas and hi- hidden interests behind it all that are just know that you don't know about and you don't see not with Elon he so just tells really you what d- he wants is it, is it really a choice I just I do wonder I don't know I don't know but like the Rothschilds are very fucking quiet you don't really hear anything about yeah, them because yeah. I think there's like fifty million of them. And they're all loaded. And they're all like as fucking rich as each other. Mad rich, mad rich. That's the thing. Like, there's a shitload of money in the world, <laughs> but like, there ain't much of it like shared out. Some of the money that I will talk about, I'm not going to talk about Elon's cash loads, but it will crop up. But he's fucking. It's like ridiculous. Some of the, the amount of money that he's earning a day. It's just the thing <laughs> is that I struggle. What? I do struggle because. With it, with this, uh, that kind of, you know, these people, singular people it having, is obscene so wealth. having so much obscene wealth. I just don't think it's necessary but for it, but one but single singular person. I understand he's made it. Yeah, I understand yeah. that, and he's gotten, got he's he's gotten lucky, and he's made the right moves at the right time. Because really, there is an element of that. You know, anyone who's like, yeah, made a lot of money and huge success in their life is yeah. really they've just had the right puzzle pieces placed at the right time and they've met the right people at the right time. Well, you say that, but when, when we talk about Elon, this he kind of like, b- he made this happen for him. Yeah, he made it happen by creating, so being clever and creating something that, so w- that was a commodity you, that, yeah, everyone can, well, no. You just got to have the foresight. Not everyone, no, not everyone can do it, but there are, what I'm trying to say is there, for every like, like superstar rock star there is there is someone else who is equally as talented and amazing who didn't make it yeah yeah luck so all i'm saying is is there's an element of luck there are many many very very smart people in the world just as smart or if not smarter than elon musk i've got my hands (laughs) up i don't know why um who will uh who just won't make yeah Make the just same waves because when they should have zagged or something. Yeah, because they just didn't have the same opportunities. They may, or they were slightly too late. Someone else thought of it first. You know, it's like, yes, he created PayPal. That was how he made his money. I don't think he created it. <coughs> well, did I've got he not, did no. He not, I well, thought he created the. Oh, okay. We saw getting ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, no. It's sound. It's sound. I don't want to talk about his kind of private life too much, but I've spoke about like his his upbringing. Well, we'll get into that. But I've kept left it, kept his relationships to the end. I don't think really anybody cares about that. But he's kind of like, he's a weird character because he's kind of merged into pop culture now. He's like sort of, like he's been in The Simpsons. I think he's quite, he's quite... um, He's been on Big Bang Theory, South Park, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's he's quite open to like, I think he's clever because he knows that that stuff... He's, you know, he's been on Rogan and, and like smoked a joint and you know what I mean? Like he, he's trying <laughs> to, sh- to sort of the Tesla shares. He's trying he to it. show that he's not. He is a normal person. He's just he's just not like, you know, someone completely 
out there that you can't. He wants to show that he, he's relatable, he's, he's relatable in, in, in some ways, idea, but yeah. at the end of the day, he is relatable, but he's also not relatable. Well, no, because he lives... And he's a fucking super genius alien from another dimension. That's <laughs> Do you really still believe he's an alien? No, of course not. <laughs> he like, he's an alien. He looks so weird. He's just a bit... I think he's a bit on the spectrum, to be honest. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got a little, like... And that, and that, it's not too. You well, know, he's very awkward. That's not to when like. When you see him speak, he's more uh, awkward. Not to upset than anyone by saying that, but like, no, you know, I think he's got a little bit of something that's. He's got his own spectrum, and he's fucking like, at the top end of it. Yeah. He's got the <laughs> musk spectrum. He's made his own fucking f- spectrum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like, um, he's awkward. I find he's yeah, like when he's, he speaks, he's, he's like, like a, he's not very. He's so a bit socially awkward. It's like he's nervous. I get it, man. Yeah, and also like, no, just a bit. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking Elon Musk, how can I get but it? But he's just a bit, yeah, he just doesn't quite act in the normal way. Well, I suppose you've got to be I a little bit eccentric if you're trying to save humanity from extinction. Because that's why he speaks sort of openly about, and he says, like, the chances of, of humanity's survival is far from guaranteed. And he's he's seriously worried that, like, s- shit could go, s- like, south seriously fast. And we would be fucked because in our current position where we are, it would be difficult to recover if there was some sort of massive global event. And he's trying to kind of like keep... We're on the cusp of of not potentially living forever as a species, but we're on the cusp of not being hit by asteroids and shit. You know what I mean? But we can also destroy ourselves very, very fast. I mean, like take AI because that's... He says that's like the new arms race, similar to nuclear weapons. And there's like whoever got the nuclear bomb first one but whoever gets ai first is just going to win the fucking entire game hands down because there'll be no there'll be no fucking coming back from that something to look forward to in it i suppose well, fucking hell he's just bright <laughs> yeah it will be man it'll be sound he's lived a fascinating life like <laughs> i say yeah yeah it will be, f- it'll <laughs> Not be sound. according to elon N- no he's all right he's optimistic i think i don't think he is i think he's like oh but he's optimistic but he's trying to get us to mars just in case and i'm like fucking hell mate I think it is how much right. you I really think that, it's gonna happen i love that it's like oh, we're gonna get to mars well, oh yeah because mars is so much it's so it's such a it's not it, about that. It's it's not it's not a fucking habitable environment. No, it's going to be it's horrific. It's harsh and like, but it's and un- for human beings, completely unlivable. That's why it's barren and dead. But it's not about that. It's not about going there to. It's about getting people off the planet in case something happened. We need a permanent presence on Mars because uh, let's just say it was going to fucking happen if like an asteroid hit us or there was a nuclear war or a fucking, dare I say, a pandemic wiped everybody out, then we'd be fucked. All it takes is a, a power cut or something like that, and then it's difficult to recover. At least if you've got people on... Like he says, we can get to Mars, and if there's a dark age on Earth, we can come back to the Earth and lift us out of the dark ages faster. And he's actively trying to fucking get us there. And it makes sense, man. Live on one planet, all your eggs in one basket. Live on two, you've got more chance, I suppose. What do you think, no? I mean, yeah, I mean, that's... I just think living on Mars is just so far away. And you always like, oh, how many years do you think? And I'm like, lots of years. Do you think it's going to be that long? How yeah. many years? Hundreds. Hundreds? Really? I don't think it's that. <laughs> I don't think hundreds at all. Do you really think hundreds? Yeah, because it's like, there's going to be, it takes so long to get there. And there's going to be so many mistakes made along the way. So many people will die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that's going to happen. Yeah. And, and you know, it'll be. It'll be years and years and years and decades probably of people going, experimenting, coming back, 
I think by the figuring tw- out, I think by the building stuff, it's not going chance. to be just some mad fucking livable environment. Oh, no, no. It'll, you'll on, be living in a submarine in hard fucking, fucking core environments. Yeah, it's going to be like two forever. or three people for a long time. It's not going to be like a secondary base for human beings. He reckons a million people by 2050. Calm down, son. Oh, calm but down, But it might son. do, because if he calm starts down, going son. there... That he, ain't happening. But, but think about it. If he starts going there and it becomes profitable, everybody will be like, what did you do? How did you do it? All the c- other companies and rich people will go, let's fucking do that as well. Because it's, ha- it's happening it's now. You can see it happening. Nah. Oh, there's no way. How you many... Know, that's how many fucking... It's only like 30 years. What? 15, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's not going to be a million people on Mars in 50 years. Very optimistic. I'd be very surprised if that happened. I'd be more like, when if we're still alive in 50 years, I'll be like, there'll be like some, there'll be some kind of base there, and there'll be like. You said hundreds of years ago, just then. I said hundreds of years that to to be like a, a an self sustaining self sustaining yeah. secondary home for human beings, like you say, live live like human beings. Easily living on Mars, it's going to take hundreds of years. I don't think they'll be easily living ever on Mars. Well, they'll have to live inside. It's going to be fucking hard. They can't live out. You can't go for a stroll. That's the thing. No, like, no. It's not. It's not a. You're living in a tube. It's just going to be. I, just, I like that way of life. Wouldn't imagine be very living under the sea. That's like, like if if people if, if, if just six months, no, eight months, nine months of yeah. being locked up in inside is fucked human beings up that much. Yeah. You're never going to live outside oh, yeah. if you you're on Mars. You think space madness will come in when they go across, yeah, space yeah. madness <laughs> is going to fucking <laughs> definitely happen. Of course Hopefully. it is. So that's why I want them to get there quick so we can see the space madness. I think they'll do it. I reckon they'll have... It's not, I mean, it's, I not completely out the, it's not completely out of the realms of possibility by 2030, I think, personally. I think, I think there'll be some kind die. of like successful like voyage to Mars. Like a flyby or some shit. To by then, but yeah. I think... And also when I say space madness, I mean like <laughs> interstellar space exploration, like where you're out in it for... Generations. For fucking generations. Thousands yeah. of that. That's crazy, that, isn't it? Like a colony starship that flies away and never, and it just is going to be like the first, the people that are on the ship when it leaves the Earth are not going to be the people that, like there'll be generations and generations and generations live and die on that ship before it gets to its destination. It's fucking next level. Tri- they call him a trillionaire, you know? <laughs> Spending his, his money for... Like the thrills. Fig- yeah, yeah. <laughs> really a cheesy <laughs> bastard. Um, all right, then. So we'll get into his early life. Do you like his name? Elon. I think that's a pretty fucking badass name. It sounds like an alien's name. It's yeah. like Clatu off of a fucking... It uh, what's it called? There's something I was trying to find it today that said that the there's some like book or fucking ancient script or some bollocks, something like that. You'd be able to find it if you're interested. And it describes that the first people going to Mars are led by a man called Elon. And I'm like, what the fuck? And even he says, because that's fucking weird, isn't it? And I'm like, yes, it is. Considering <laughs> you're doing it and your name's fucking Elon. It's not like your name's Brian, which is common or something. You know what I mean? Fucking Elon. I can't even name two. And it's in that I can actually the one in the book and you <laughs> fucking hell. So um he um he was born in uh, Pretoria in South Africa on June the twenty eighth in nineteen seventy one and he comes from a family of like rebels and maverick badasses and I think he had somewhat of a hard upbringing. It's difficult to like see how difficult it was. I mean, I didn't really like go fucking full on into him because you could have been. This could be like a four parter easily, especially with me because I fucking love him. Uh, His (laughs) mom, his mom, May Musk. She's a Canadian model and a nutritionist. Um, been on the cover of, you know, whatever Vanity Fair, whatever magazines are out there. They still do magazines. Are they like internet magazines now? I feel like I have to artwork a Vanity Fair print ad tomorrow. Do you? Yeah. With May Musk on the front. Fucking hell, that'd be weird. So like, yeah. D- print, print, still, a, you know, still, about, still around. Just print ads, just about. 
but she she was she became a model and was doing this stuff not because of like Elon fame. She's do, she's her own, done it in her own right. She's her own badass. Um, and his dad's called Errol, which is a fucking sound name. And he apparently has got genius level IQ. What? Errol. Yeah, um, Errol. Uh, he was the youngest. That feels like a name for an owl. It does, doesn't it? Errol the owl. <laughs> Errol <Yeah>. the owl. <laughs> Apparently he was the youngest person to get a professional engineer's qualification in South Africa. And he became an electromechanical engineer. He's a pilot, a sailor, a property developer, and an emerald miner. Who? What, his brother? No, his dad, oh, Errol. right. <laughs> his emerald he's, miner. He's got a brother. His brother's called, uh, a younger brother called Kimball. And uh, he's a complete failure. He com- can't hold a job down. He's homeless. He's like a homeless smackhead. Anyone we've got that lives in South Africa, do you know anyone else called Elon? That'd be fucking... Is it like... Yeah, we, you know, we might be quite a popular name. We just Could don't be. know it. Yeah, I, might, yeah, I, Kim, I mean, Kimball. Elon, Kimball. Kimball's not a smackhead, by the way. He's um, He owns uh, oh. restaurants. <laughs> Could you imagine if he was? Like, his brother just couldn't do anything. And like Elon's flying to like the moon. Yeah, and, he's and just Kimble asking smacking. for change from McDonald's or something. Well, to be fair, you don't have to like look at you know you don't have to live live in the footsteps of every, everyone around you. You should do your own shit, man. Well, he owns restaurants. He's on the board of directors at Tesla and SpaceX. He's a venture capitalist and an environmentalist, and he's worth three hundred and forty million. Um, and he's been investing. Pittance compared to his brother. F- fucking is absolute pittance. It's about Jeff Bezos's daily fucking salary. That's I think. that's that's. Basically, yeah. Literally, I'm not even joking <laughs> oh when I say God. that. It might be 40 million too much, but <sighs> but he's been investing with with his brother Elon since they were literally since they were kids. He's also got a sister called Tosca, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and she's a producer for like um, like movies and shit like that. She's a director, multiple films, TV programs, and she's a founder of something called Passion Flicks, which I've never fucking heard of. It sounds so like Netflix, but for uh, it's a sex. S- yeah, well, yeah, a like sex flicks, turning steamy romance novels into films. It's Porn for ladies. Sounds fucking soft, awful. Soft porn for ladies. Kind of porn hub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when he was a kid, his parents said that he seemed to get lost in his own mind and he'd spend hours like sitting in his room just thinking and letting his imagination take over. His mum said that... Do you think he was uh, communicating? I think he was just commu- having a wank. Do you, he's just having a wank, <laughs> yeah. He's got his sock out. Do you think... <laughs> Do you think he's uh, doing what that fucking guy we talked <laughs> about the other week, uh, last week, the the, the, guy, the clairvoyant that's like... Co- oh, contacts, Casey. contacts a higher form. Yeah, yeah, it could be. Sits there and just has like these conversations with. Well, when you when you look at f- when entity. you look at so when people ask if you like going to like interviews and watch uh, questions when like people ask like t- like hard questions or questions that require some thought. He's a very thoughtful person. He thinks about every single word. Then ask him a question and he fucking stops talking and then like his eyes start darting from right to left mm. as if he's downloading information or he's searching or looking for the correct answer yeah, and he'll, he's he'll sit there for like fucking 10 ta- seconds he's, he's and it was like oh, he's talking to his his, uh, his ghost mate who he's stands behind him he's like fucking Einstein fucking behind him so his mum apparently would, would call up to him you know like fucking dinner's ready or whatever and he just wouldn't reply and he'd just sit there staring at the wall like a fucking That's mentalist <laughs> well his parents took him in for tests they thought he might have hearing issues because because uh, he just wouldn't reply to them, but um, I just think it was he just didn't want to talk to the Earthlings. There's nothing wrong with him; he could fucking hear. He's just deep, deep in his own thought. Um, and May Musk said that Elon he had an incredible ability to reason and use logic. Even at the age of three years old, he was displaying an intellect far beyond his years. But that came from his mom. So everybody's y- your mom always says yeah, you're the best. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like you're like you, you sort of got that parent. You got you wear shades when you're a parent to someone, yes, and you're like. Your kid's always going to be the best at everything. Oh, my kid's so clever. Yeah, but clever. he actually fucking do you some know, mad shit. Yes, of course, he's done some mad shit. But <laughs> I still think that uh, your mum's going to be a bit biased, isn't she? 
especially now. And it, plus, you could say a lot of this in hindsight, and it makes mm. it, you know what yeah, I mean? It makes it sound good. I yeah. remember when this happened, you're like, well, you fucking would say now. It makes it sound like a fairy tale. He's just like reverse engineering it. But um, he's uh, he had like such a good like brain on him even as a kid they his parents enrolled him into school a year early, like primary school a year early so he went in like when he was three i mean he's, Private just, he's school, clearly he's clearly um just got just fucking one of those. He's just, well he's, just in, he's just in an in very a very intelligent brain he's just a well clever person um and as soon as he enrolled and started his schooling his teacher said that his mind seemed to just sort of go in like woke up and went into overdrive and just absorbing all information almost without error faster than than the like, other kids like um short circuit yeah just fucking upload <laughs> input <laughs> input it's like an idea factory um and he knows he's very aware of himself and he knows he's strange and he actually thought he was insane when he was like five because nobody else was thinking like him he said it was just like a never-ending stream of ideas pouring out of my mind and it became annoying but that's not fucking annoying mate I think imagination is very important. I do. A vivid imagination oh, is hell, brilliant. Yeah. I mean, I think it's one of those things, isn't it? I think um, a vivid imagination can sort of take you kind of one of two ways. It can either it can take you into the realm of possibility. And if you're, say, if you've got an extremely vivid imagination and are extremely smart, because not all, not those things always come hand yeah. in hand. Sometimes people who are inte- extremely intelligent don't necessarily have that kind of common sense yeah. sort of imaginative side. They tend to be more, I'm extremely clever and I know it. And Some people are analytical and not practical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and But with Elon, he's obviously very practical because he's... Just, he's just turn of, his you hand can, to anything. Because of, of what he does, yeah. And um, But the thing is, I think it can also take you into depths of like scary, yeah. you know, sort of play, bad places in, yeah, I think in, in mental health and stuff because... Obviously, you know, you can, your brain's a very powerful thing. And I, I, I don't believe anyone who says mind over matter doesn't work because it does. Yeah. If you don't mind, it doesn't matter. There you go. <laughs> Boom. But he was like fucking wet, like at school, like he'd be at lunch with his mate and he'd be like saying to his mates, what's your opinion on integrating the human mind with computers to merge with AI? Have you ever thought about colonizing Mars? And his mates would be like, mate, I'm fucking five. I like volcanoes <laughs> and Mr. Men. What are you talking about? <laughs> So Mr. He'd Man, I want to eat some cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd, he'd sit on his own, like at school, and just ponder the meaning of life and try and figure out why we were here and what was the purpose. And he got like, yeah, but that can like imagine like I can understand why. He th- thought, thought himself onto Mars. <laughs> I thought he was insane because if everyone around you is yeah. not thinking like you or doesn't have the same, you knew process, it was different. You know, knowing you're different from everyone else is is difficult to. Yeah, uh, you know, to understand for someone that age, like, why am I? What's wrong with me? What's why am I so different? Yeah, why am I so fucking good? And you like retards. <laughs> <laughs> and he also liked playing Dungeons and Dragons. He was into that, and uh, and he was unsurprisingly obsessed with reading, particularly Isaac Asimov's Foundation series, which is like a, um, a science fiction collection that no five-year-old boy has any place reading. And he was grappling with advanced esoteric concepts. And and even to this day, he recounts the things that he learned as a five-year-old reading that. And particularly one, one thing he says a lot is you should try and take the set of actions that are likely to prolong civilization and minimize the possibility of a dark age and reduce the length of the dark age if there is one. So I, I think that was not... He hammered that into his own mind when he was five. That's why I think he's not obsessed, but he's like, we've got to fucking protect 
ourselves because this can just crumble away. It has done multiple times. Look at all the civilizations that have come before us. Why do we think we're any different? We're not. We're not. But but it's it's arrogance that makes makes us think we're invincible and he's like, we're fucking not. It's well, it's not whether it's as arrogance. I think it's just people like to live in blissful unawareness of the potential of that stuff. Yeah, you talk, like you people just talk like to live their lives. Yeah, he just thinks about those things. Yeah, that doesn't mean make the other people wrong, and that they the fact that they not in thinking, well they are wrong. They're not thinking every day. Oh, we need to go to Mars because of the possibilities of what might happen in but the future. But they are wrong though. That's the thing. If you're not thinking about how to protect the human race, it's destined to do what it's done. History will repeat. And he's like, just fucking pull your fingers out your ass. Let's just do something because if we sit here, a fucking rock's going to land on our head and we'd be blasted back to the Stone Age and we start again, hit the reset button. We're on the fucking cusp of doing it. Wake up. And people are like, oh, yeah, that's a good point. He, uh, he read the entire Encyclopedia Botanica when he was eight and memorised it again, according to his mum. He's definitely on the spectrum. Definitely. Yeah, I think, and like I say, it's not, you know, being on, like, I think sometimes um, that is actually quite helpful for some certain levels of intelligence. I wish I was. Like photographic memories and yeah. things that, pe- you know, it sort of teaches you to apply your brain. Yeah, or yeah. it's just, they, 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 you know, these youngsters have a way of... These youngsters are youngsters of today. No, but when, they, when people are young and they, like, they struggle or their mind doesn't work similarly to uh, someone else, I think, um, I think that's very often misconstrued as, as something wrong with them, which isn't necessarily... Just well, because like they're not, just because they don't socially like, you know, interact like that kid who could just freaking fucking Rubik's cube. Did that kid juggling and fucking doing it whilst he's juggling the Rubik's Ru- cubes? The Rubik's cube. Fuck off, boy. Kid who was little Asian lad juggling yeah. three Ru- Rubik's cubes and well, fucking. I what? <laughs> I can't be having any of that. That's just you know, no. I don't know that. Long, right? I don't know the juggling one, but the one that. The one that uh, oh, yeah, 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 that yeah, was yeah. on that program, speed cubing, speed cubing thing on, ne- on Netflix. Yeah, Fucking and he watch and he, that, he had what was he, he had? Um, he was autistic. Autistic. And I think... Uh, Best Rubik's Cuber in the world. Best fucking Rubik's Cuber in the world. Made shitload of money doing it. Brilliant. I think he's fucking great. Uh, when he was 10, this was around 1981, his parents divorced. I don't know why. Didn't look into it because I don't really care. But <laughs> it was... Um, apparently it was a bit of a bumpy time. I suppose as it always well, it, it is. It always is, yeah. Uncertainty, like disruption of routine and normal life, especially when you're a youngster and you need mm-hmm. some form of routine. Um, Elon, his brother and his sister chose to live with their father... And he was working in construction and he owned an emerald mine, apparently. Um, and Elon that's was like, pretty cool. It's fucking well. Yeah, Errold the Emerald Miner. Fucking hell, that's a tongue twister. Errold the Emerald, dude. And uh, his mom, uh, May, she left South Africa and headed to a home country of Canada. So I suppose that's like a horrible fragmenting of the family for yeah, like, kids yeah. as well. It's fucking hardcore. But it wasn't cool. Elon said, after the divorce, Errol became a terrible human being. Almost every evil thing you could possibly think of, he has done. Oh shit! And I was like, "Calm down, mate. Have you ever listened to this podcast?" I guarantee <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, very. A lot of evil things that haven't even entered his mind. <laughs> yeah. Has he ever ate someone whilst they're alive? <laughs> Made a nipple belt. <laughs> oh dear, oh, mate. Um, his mom said that the relationship she had with Errol was abusive. Tiring and stressful. So uh, she left probably them. Yeah, Sounds like I, it. I'm guessing that she left. And yeah. I, saw, I saw this in a few articles. I wasn't going to include it, but I thought. But the thing it. is, right? Dick, what a dick. That's a dick move. Lee, she's she's done in with that relationship and like because it, it's abusive and not not healthy. So she fucks off and leaves her. No, young no, no. Children. They chose. They chose to stay. They could have gone, but they chose to because that's their home of South Africa. And she's like, we're going to Canada, and he's like, uh, I'd have so. gone to Canada if, if he's a dick. I'm he going did. To Canada. <laughs> yeah. So he, this is like I was saying about Errol. This was in a few articles, and 
And it said that in 2018, Errol Musk ended up having a child with his then 30-year-old former stepdaughter, who he'd known since she was four years old. That makes me uncomfortable. Say that again. He had a child with his Errol then, did. Yeah, with his then 30-year-old stepdaughter, who he'd known since she was four. Ooh. So stepdaughter. Yeah, yeah. So he, rema- he remarried oh, right, and then right. ended up having a kid with his oh, wife's no, kid. Oh, yeah, that's, he sounds, uh, it sounds like a wrong underneath. I, I mean, it's, that's not right. I don't know the fucking law, the rules and the laws and shit. I but mean, there's no law against it. That. There's no. no blood relation, I guess. But So during this obvious turbulent period in his life, uh, unfortunately, the school bullies went for him because he was like a book nerd, I think. He was a bit of a, yeah, okay. it, bit it of a loner. Oddity. Yeah. Probably a little oddball, wasn't he? He was little because he was he was the young because he enrolled into school a year early. He was He's physically fucking smaller oh than yeah, everyone. He yeah, was an easy yeah. target. He became lonely. Yeah, which a year whole year younger than everyone else in the year. It's a massive, but it's like if yeah, say you're four huge. and they're and, and they're you're five. three and they're four, that's a twenty five percent of your life. Yeah, like <laughs> imagine the size difference. There's so much growth that happens at that point in your life. It's crazy. Um, so he, he kind of like just retreated into himself by the sounds of it, and I suppose that kind of encouraged his desire to be left alone in his room. To think about fucking artificial intelligence or designing his own interplanetary spacecraft, which is what he fucking did. Um, Do you think he was did thinking about yeah, specifically about those things? The Isaac As- Asimov series, time. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. He was. He knew that he had to. We have to fucking protect humanity. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Like, mate, calm the fuck down. You're five. Do you want some fucking Play-Doh or something? <laughs> Jesus. Just push, just take this squishy dough and push it through this hole. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's what you should do at that age. <laughs> He's fucking sitting there trying to back engineer computers and shit in his mind, figure out how to orbital transfer that's windows. That's what you into. He's like, is he like a reincarnation of, of an alien? Of like an alien or of like a really fucking old clever dude. He's, I reckon he's do a reincarnation I mean? of a future person. Or a, yeah. No, how's that possible? Uh, <laughs> Can you reincarnate from someone in the future? Uh, because they've got reincarnation a time machine. Is Anything's possible <laughs> if you've got a time machine. He, he talked about the bullies and he said, um, one time uh, they uh, they got my best friend to lure me out from hiding so they could beat me up. And obviously that hurt him. He said, for some reason, they decided that I was the person they were going to go for. And they went for me nonstop. Uh, that's what made growing up difficult. For a number of years, there was no respite. I'd get chased around by gangs at school who tried to beat the fuck out of me. And when I came home, it was just awful there as well. And he actually got hospitalized through just violence. She's pretty fucking hardcore, man. I mean, fuck off, you little dickheads. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, but ever the logical thinker, it's he was like, like, he was like, uh, he figured it, out how it to really beat shows, him. It really shows the human condition, doesn't it? Kids. When you fucking kids. Lord of the Flies. Like it says, you know, like w- when you say, oh, they're j- kids are mean. Why are kids mean? Kids are horrible. They're at more why? really animalistic. Yeah, like why are kids so fucking mean? Because <laughs> I don't know. That's why. What was that little noise? <laughs> Beer. That's what that noise was. So what he did is, to, in order to like f- sort of... S- stop the or dissuade the bullies from fucking caving his head in he uh learned judo and karate and wrestling he's like fucking neo he's like i know jujitsu <laughs> i know jiu-jitsu. and then i know kung fu and then came the computers and that shit blew his fucking mind and he went balls deep into the world of computers and it changed his life and when you think about it his interest in computers at that young age changed the actual future of humanity potentially has anyway this is when he was 10 he got a commodore vic 20 or vic 20 i don't fucking know some old i only school. know the 64 variety yeah, got commodore 64. Commodores. Yeah. 
And he wasn't content with playing games and he wanted to understand how they actually worked. And he started reading manuals and textbooks and taught himself programming. You hear this of those, like fucking Bill Gates did it, I'm sure every other super billionaire has. And he, um, he created his first game called Blastar, I think, when he was 12. It's like Space Raiders. And he ended up selling the code to a, a video game magazine for 500 quid when he's like fucking 12, man. I'll be like, yes, spend that on sweets on that bit. You'd never hear from me again. I'll be gone. Um, spend it on sweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, that's the difference. He wasn't like that. He wanted to reinvest his money and open up a, an arcade with his brother, Kimball, in South Africa. But his parents are like, nah, I can't do that. Which, again, is a good job because his life could have been completely different yeah, yeah. if he actually did there, do that. A, it's, there's a very specific <laughs> set of circumstances that created the Elon Musk we yeah. know today. And yeah. that was one of them. Not doing that yeah, was one of the things. Yeah, just be a fat bloke in an arcade Yeah, moaning. just be like, fucking, oh, bold. Yeah. He wouldn't have had the money for his hair. Yeah, yeah, you did it. <laughs> Definitely, they look good on him, though. To be fair, yeah, as long his as face does look a bit droopy sometimes. Like he doesn't as belong doesn't, on his own face. As long as it doesn't recede any further, then you see he's good to go. Like that insect dude in, in Men in Black, his face sometimes looks like it's melting <laughs> off under the cameras. Like, you're right, mate. You're going to see your robotic underskin here. We're going to get to see or the you're real. Gonna, or you're going to get that like in, 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 smart in that one. little dude, tiny green dude who's like <laughs> just. <laughs> you imagine if that was in automatic in like forehead. driving the levers. Elon, Elon Musk on? body. <laughs> So wanting to reinvest his profit is something that he did throughout his entire life. He would quite happily put all of his shit on the line. Uh, it's a risk, but I suppose risk and well, reward. Well, you, you can't get that rich without doing it. That's the thing. Yeah, 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 people yeah. who are safe. Yeah. Uh, I th- there were a lot of people, either you were not very nice or you were a cunt, basically. <laughs> oh, she said it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you make it to the top because you're a cunt. And that's just the way it is. Or... You you make it there by taking many risks yep. and them paying off, which is where I think the luck comes in. Because yeah, you've yeah. got to be lucky. You've got to be lucky. You could have been hit by a fucking bus, man, and you would never never have heard him. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. It's just uh, he used to sell like sweets to rich people as well. Like fucking try to like uh, the candy man. Yeah, like the candy man. He knew like the the spirit of making money was, was fucking strong in this one. Yeah, he's definitely entrepreneurial. You can tell because he's like, oh, I made this. I want to sell it and I want to reinvest. Like as a twelve-year-old, there are lots of kids out there doing that. Like I made some fucking jam that tastes like jam, but it's got no yeah, but sugar he's in it. Software code. Yeah, for I know. But that, like, there are kids that are millionaires 90s. because they just fucking made up some jam in the fucking. Fair in play. the kitchen. Jam millionaires. Jam millionaire, man. <laughs> so he coped with the bullies and finished school in his own like super alien Top Gun Genius League. Uh, and after that, he enrolled at the University of, of Pretoria at, I think he was 16 years old. He's slightly young because he obviously entered school um, early. But at the time, military service was, I believe it was still compulsory in South Africa. So this is like around 1990. Ian was like, fuck this. I'm not getting shot at. I'm moving. So he, he left and moved to Canada to live with his do mom. Think that, do you think that's like a bit of a... What? Do you think that's a bit of a, uh, what's it called, move? What? Like cowardly move, not to no, serve? No, not getting fucking shot at. Fuck that. I'm not... No, look, no way. You give me a gun and say, head off to the army and shoot people that don't want to be shot and you don't want to kill them. And if I go, no, I'm not a fucking coward. I think that's sensible. <laughs> fucking... But having said that, military service would sort out a lot of fucking little cunts, wouldn't it? Yeah. I'm not on about like I wouldn't mind if they like just drilled into them the discipline and respect and like you know being able to manage yourself and shit like that. But I don't agree with sending them off to fucking war. That's probably do your own bidding, you fuckers. Don't send kids there. True. Can't vote, but they can send you to war. But it was okay in the fucking world wars, wasn't it? Yeah, can't even fucking vote. Off you go to battle. 
I don't even have a say in this, and you'll send him it anyway, whatever. Um, so when he left uh, South Africa to go to Canada, he apparently left with two grand. That's all he had. Uh, and he got a Canadian citizenship through his mum. But wasn't mom. he just going to see his mum? No, he was going to live there. Live with his mum. Yeah, he, was, he was skipped because of the military service. He was like, fuck that, I'm out of here. And he said the reason he moved to Canada was because if he got um, Canadian citizenship, he thought it would make his passage to the States easier. So he's already thinking of the future. He said, in America, it's pretty easy to keep yourself alive compared to South Africa. And it always, <laughs> it always seems like there's cool technology or cool things happening in the States. So my God, as a child, as a young kid, was to get to America, basically. So he knew. He wanted he, to live the American dream. He, he just was an opportunity, I suppose. As, uh, I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I, I, I see it a lot, like especially where he moved to, which was California, right? Is that where he first moved to? No, he moved States? to Canada. He was in No, he in the States when he moved to the States. Yeah, he went to California first, yeah. There's oh, no, no, Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of, a lot more co- opportunities in California than there are in other parts of the world there's lots of people doing that make your own opportunities like he did he wasn't even there and he ended up as an American owning America almost <laughs> that's how you do it um, so when he was in Canada he went to Queen's University in Toronto and he was studying physics and engineering surviving on oh, one so dollar a day he didn't go to like MIT or no he went to Queen's University well, that surprises me I thought he would have gone to one of the really well he chose Queen. he chose Queen's University for no other reason there were more girls there than any other university <laughs> because he just wanted to he's, he's always been fucking bullied no one paid him attention he's like I'm gonna go and get some some more loving yeah that's that's the time when you go from like a school environment to like a college or a university environment yeah. that's the time for people who were bullied and downtrodden in a to school environment up. to to flourish because that's what happened to me I was pretty like bullied and like mistreated at school by a fellow twatty fucking kids. It happens, man. And I moved to college and and just was like, as I'm fuck it, I ain't, I can be whoever I want here. No one gives a fuck. Exactly. Yeah, just fuck it to your making, man. So uh, it worked though because he met his first wife, uh, Justin, whilst he was studying at Queen's. I'll talk about his relationships at the end. Um, But whilst in Canada, he lived with his mum in a rented apartment, sleeping on a sofa. It's um, it 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 didn't come from mad wealth. It's easy to think. It's also very easy to say, oh, we lived in a in a a rented apartment, which a lot of people do in America. Rented. Yeah, a lot of is people do in America. Is and in Canada, also is in Canada. Uh, sorry, in Canada. <laughs> well, fine. A lot of people do that in Canada as well. And um, a lot of do it. A lot of people do it throughout the world. A lot of people do it in England. A lot, you know, it's not like oh, they lived in rented accommodation. No, that's, that's why like I said awful. it. That's why I said it. Like, it's what's not the awful. Fucking, no, it's, it's not just, awful. It's just. Yeah, and fine. Let's let you probably it's probably a nice pull out sofa bed or something. Yeah, probably fucking f- four poster pull out bed. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he didn't complete his degree in Canada. Um, oh. Now, in 1992, he transferred to the University of Pennsylvania across the border in America. He was thinking the thinking behind it was an ivory college degree from an American university would give him more credibility than a Canadian one. Bit rude, mate. What's wrong with the Canadian degrees? Shows you can learn, doesn't it? So he studied at Pennsylvania for two years, earning uh, a dual degree in economics, important, and physics, also important. And in 1995, when he was, I think it was 24, I guess, armed with his colossal brain and two degrees, he left Pennsylvania and headed to Canada. Uh, to, sorry, to uh, California, down towards Silicon Valley, like you were saying before. It was be- it was emerging as, as the new tech capital. There's lots of open-minded future thinkers. The tech capital. Uh, yeah. Of the world. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Cal- it Over still Japan. Is. Well, yeah, because they 
in China. They're constructing shit. They're actually making it like Mm. China just... They're they're physically designing from their imagination to a a workable... I'm not sure that many people often buy like... American-made TVs, though, do they? No, but they design it. Like, Apple, like all the shit that you... Like, this computer I'm on now, that was made in China, but it was designed in America. This is where... This is the mm, area that it true. sort of came from. Um, so, um, he enrolled at Stanford University whilst uh, down there, and he was studying for a PhD in applied physics and material sciences. So, that's like, ooh, posh, man. Fucking big school, in it, Stanford. Um, this is... A, I suppose that's kind of a place that... People long especially to get to. A, well, a PhD is like next level, isn't it? It's, it's hard as shit. And to especially get. at that school, being accepted there and getting to study there will set you up for life. It's it's a fucking honour, I suppose. And it's expensive. I think at this point, he was uh, something like $110,000 down in, in student fees. <laughs> fucking robbing bastards. One hundred and ten yeah. grand. What? How are you supposed to fucking... And that, back then, that was a lot more money. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that in the 90s, that's a lot of money. Fucking loads. But the thing is, the world was changing around him. Silicon Valley was becoming a thing with lots of companies popping up because of this new interweb thingamabob. Uh, this is before Google. This is right back at the beginning. Uh, he was in the right place at the right time, not through luck. He, he could see very early on that the internet was going to change the world, and he positioned himself in the right place at the right time. A huge amount of companies were were setting up and exploiting the web. Like so I suppose it's like, um, do you remember that, that dot-com bubble shit that everyone was going on about? Mm. Companies popping up. It's going to burst. The stocks are going to crash. It was around that sort of time. So he's just enrolled at Stanford, but he could see that completing his studies over what he w- I'd imagine would be like a three-year period could be detrimental to his business ideas. His, his thinking was, I'm going to lose valuable time while studying. I'm going to miss out on opportunities that the internet is creating. Uh, I don't want to let other people come up with my ideas, good ideas. I'm going to miss out. So he dropped out of Stanford after two days. Two fucking days, man. He sounds like, he does sound like a bit of a dropout. I'm surprised. He is a dropout. He is a dropout. Um, Everybody was like, what the fuck? But then again, so was uh, Facebook guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Loads of dropping. Imagine uh, Steve Jobs did it. Bill Gates did it. Larry Page. I suppose a lot. I don't need this shit. I can do this shit by myself. I need a fucking piece of paper to tell me I can do it. They know that they've seen the idea and know how to apply it. And they don't need a fucking person to do it. Like someone else to say that you can do what you can't do. They're just going to fucking do it. Um, he's like, I don't need this qualification. I can just fucking do it. And I was I was reading actually only last week about positionings opening up at SpaceX. And Elon was say, like openly saying, because I don't care what degree you have, or even if you fucking have one, it means nothing. I only care about your abilities and your work ethic. I really and that's why his companies are fucking maverick. I do agree, though. I think, <laughs> um, I, and I believe me, I'm like someone who's gone through the the like formal process of like schooling. So you know. What you have to do up to a point when you're 16 or 18 or whatever, then going to colleges and uni and getting all the degrees and everything that you know you need in life apparently, and you don't they need did it. absolutely fuck all you to help me get a job. Stuff. The only thing that got me into doing the 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 job that I do, which at the time, in the sort of two th- like mid 2000s, was actually fucking. Just yeah. putting yourself out there and being, being yeah. like, "Hey, I'll do this shit for free," yeah, and like, and le- and like learning. There were that my degree did fuck all. 
you to don't help need me degrees. get a job. I would say that because I'm a dummy. I like I, I like that I have university. it. I like that I have it, and that I went through the experience. But that's all it was. It was a fucking growth experience. It wasn't. It didn't. It, none of the degrees and the fucking GCSEs and all, all that shit that I got and A levels. It means nothing. Mean meant nothing. It just like shows I you have an ability would go, to learn. I'd knock on the door. Knock on the door of a of a job and go. Well, I've got this degree, and they're like. Yeah, but can can you show us any work experience? And I'm like, well, no, because I've been at uni. They're oh, like, yeah. well, no, Sars, we need you to have some work experience. That's why enough. when you get the oh, apprentice, fuck. when the apprentice who leaves school at 16 and he fucking works, and by the time he's say 19, he's fully qualified, and then he's and then by the time he's say when he's 23, experience. when he's yeah, 23, yeah. when people are 21, whatever, they come out of uni, yeah. he's earning fucking 30 grand a year, I had to and he's not in debt. Yeah, I had to be, I was in debt, and I had to be poor and and working for free in order to get where i got to that's how i got well this is my own tenacity was where that got me my job not like my experience and and my career path. Well, this was the kind it of wasn't like it wasn't fucking my degree it was he was his parents and his family and his friends and shit were saying you're fucking crazy mate you're dropping out of a fucking top university 110 grand down the shitter and they said, they said you're wrong. Yeah, but he still got. He did get a couple of degrees. He's just not doing his PhD. He's like fuck. This. But he just fucking enrolled and spent a shitload in fees, and then left oh. after two days because he was like, I've got ideas. They're going to fucking work. Well, they prob- he probably sat in the fucking lectures going, I'm actually smarter than these fucking. Because at the end of the day, a lot of time, le- you know, like lecturers and stuff are like people who haven't actually made it in the field that. Yeah, that, I knew that it was by well, I know. I, I know that that's true in, in in my field, like where where I went to uni. A lot of the like, which was d- a fine art degree. A lot of the e- lecturers yeah. were just people who couldn't make enough money being artists. Well, it's something similar to me when I was at um, college. I went to college, didn't go to university because I'm too retarded and poor. But um, when I went to <laughs> college, uh, I did c- computer electronics and like robotics. But it fucking hell, it was like donkey shit, man. It was not what it sounded out to be. And the geezer would walk into class and he'd stand there and he'd go, "Right then, lads." What's it going to be? Lamborghini? Ferrari? And then, like, you look in the car park, he's driving a clapped out Volvo. And yeah, you're like, why like, aren't you driving well, that, you yeah, dickhead? Yeah, if you're so, yeah, that's the thing, I think. Fuck off, you're lying. I'm not saying all lecturers, because there's many, many lecturers out there who are extremely experienced and have just, like. Well, they're clever people. Clever, they're cl- but I can imagine as someone sitting there going, oh, I've got all these ideas, and I know I'm clever enough to action them without any, like, extra learning. What am I sitting here for? And yeah, dumb, dumb move. Just don't. Why? It's like he felt like he had to follow that path, spent all that money, and then yeah. decided not to well, we'll two t- days later, which is a bit stupid. But <laughs> no, it weren't. We'll take a break and then we'll come back, and you'll be like, yeah, he did the right thing. Oh, okay. In 1995, as a, a college dropout, Elon and his brother Kimball, they set up a company called Zip2 with 28 grand that they managed to like scrounge and beg and borrow. And they lived in, in the, the rented office space where the company was working They from. lived in the office space? Yeah, basically. Because okay. it was cheaper than, than a Renting house. somewhere, yeah, yeah. They only had one computer as well. And it's like a 1995 computer. Can you imagine what <laughs> yeah. this fucking... It's like Windows fucking n- two or y- something. <laughs> yeah, we, 95, I'd imagine. Oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I don't know. Did it work like that? I don't uh, think it worked like that. Windows 95. Did I'm it come out in the years? I'm, I'm pretty sure. sure. I don't know, but I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Any, whatever. Ask Elon. He'll probably fucking know. He was using it on his computer. Because um, at the time when this was going going on, Zip2 was, was uh, becoming a company. The internet was like really crude and quite difficult to navigate. And Elon could see that. It was like really, really clunky. And the idea behind Zip2 was to provide searchable business directories, basically, to the public. And it combined an on-screen map with the location and details of many types of... It's like a yellow pages online. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to sum it up, if, if he puts it perfectly. He said, everybody should be able to find the closest pizza parlour and be able to figure out how to get there. So it was re- at the time, this is revolution. It doesn't sound like it now. It, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it really doesn't. But yeah. at the time, it was revolution. An interactive city map. Obviously, that did fucking well. It sold advertisement space and companies reached out paying to be included. So he started the company up and it fucking, he understood where to put the company and where to put the ideas on the internet. And he knew it would fucking go and it fucking did. And within a year, so a year later, as a college dropout, Elon and Kimball sold um, the majority share to a company called More Davido Ventures for $3 million dollars. And consequently, he was replaced as the CEO of his own company. And again, everyone was like, you fucking dropped out. You made a load of dough. And now, what are you doing? You're selling your shit. You're going to lose control of the company and they're going to take all the cash. Are you a fucking idiot? No, he, c- he sees potential in the uh, well, doing something, then dropping it and moving on. That's exactly. He? Yeah, he's like, I don't give a fuck. This mm-hmm. is a stepping stone. Creating Zip2 was basically just generate cash yeah, yeah. for future projects. This isn't his end goal. He's like, I'm no, going no. to Mars, bitches. This was just, that was just the necessity for the time, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And everyone thought he was insane, but, you know... Everything that happens to him is, like you said, it's a stepping stone towards his end goal, all calculated. But as Zip2 grew, it, in, it started to incorporate arts and entertainment guides as well. So, like, you want to see the fucking theatre. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what it is. It's just going to organically grow, isn't it? Adding different types of businesses to yeah. it. And it provided content to the New York Times and other, like, top newspaper publications. And in 1999, Compact Computers saw the potential and bought the company for $307 million. Million dollars. And, uh, but Elon was out at that point. $1 billion. He was, he was gone. He'd already been replaced as the CEO, but he still had 7% uh, sharehold in Zip2. And in 1999, he got $22 million for that fucking for that 7% share. A, a month later, in March 1999, he founded X.com uh, with his mate Greg Curry, I think his name is. And he Greg went on to fund a lot of Elon's projects, like uh, Tesla being one. He um, he had faith and he believed Was in... Was this guy minted? N- no, he was just his mate. But oh. once they got successful... Why are saying, like, funding it then? Because after they made a shitload of cash, and Elon mm-hmm. went, I'm going to start Tesla. His mate Greg was like, I'll fucking... Oh, I'll be in on that. I'll yeah, chuck yeah, in yeah. a few quid. <laughs> you, yeah. seem to, you, you seem to know, to know what, what you're doing. You seem to know what the fuck you're doing. So he used um, 10 million of his own personal money to get X.com up and running this new company. Uh, money where your mouth is type shit. And again, everyone thought he was crazy. Uh, X.com was an online email... Uh, payment company in essence it's a bit weird it's just clunky old shit um it was i suppose it was one of the first online banks in the world um and it it sounds like paypal because that's essentially uh, what What it it is a year after x.com was it sounds like a porn site doesn't it it does (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> you should have changed your name, but the porn, I don't think the porn revolution was flying through the internet at that time. Um, it merged with its main competitor, a company called Confinity. Um, Elon remained the majority shareholder and was also appointed the CEO. And Confinity had a software program called uh, PayPal. Um, and Musk concentrated all of his efforts in, into, into this, this software program that he saw the potential, and it exploded online. And pretty soon, PayPal was being used for something like 70% of all eBay transactions Yeah, I was going to say, I was literally going to say that. I feel like, from my own memory, that... Um, eBay and PayPal were pretty kind of tightly wound, weren't they? Like eBay came out and it was like, I feel like PayPal had most of its success because of eBay because you saw going on there and you're like, okay, I want to buy this stuff. What And the, it, it allowed you to, because I remember signing up to eBay and PayPal at the same sort of time. Yeah. And yeah. like, and I mean, God, PayPal today. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. couldn't live without that fucker. Well, it, it was um, in October t- year 2000, there was some infighting regarding the company direction and Elon was replaced as CEO, but he remained on the board of directors. But meanwhile, eBay was paying attention and they were like, we should just buy this fucking PayPal thing instead of letting them take all the cash. So they did. And uh, PayPal was sold to eBay for one and a half billion dollars. And Elon netted somewhere around $165 million, right? So it's like his second company, third company-ish. It sounds like a lot, that does. It sounds like an insane amount, $165 million. But compared to what he earns today, that's nothing. He made $9 billion in a single day early this, earlier on this year because of Tesla stocks and, and shares. <laughs> $9 billion in a day. Let's say that again. Nine thousand million dollars <laughs> in one fucking day. That's fucking crazy. Um, but again, not one for sitting about. He immediately started his next venture, and this is like the holy grail, space exploration. Um, and now he's got 165 fucking million pounds or dollars, essentially just to fuck about with. And he was like, that should be enough to start a space exploration company. Um, and that's the thing, though. As an investor... That doesn't sound like enough. No, it really wasn't. Um, y- you're not likely to lend a couple of hundred million dollars t- for somebody's Mars mission when the geezer who's trying to get the money off you is like 29 and has no idea in space flight. It just sounds like a, a surefire way to, to lose, lose money. Lose lots of money. So he's like, I'll just yeah. put my own fucking money in. Like, he constantly reinvests his personal wealth. Um, so the idea of um, a space exploration company had been in his mind for years in 2001, which was during his PayPal days, he, uh, he conceived of an idea called Mars Oasis, which involved landing an experimental scientific greenhouse on the surface of the planet Mars, a couple of hundred million miles away, to act as like um, a proof of concept to grow plants on another world, which would demonstrate some of the technology needed to land a self-sustaining colony on Mars. So this is all harking back to when he was reading in books when he was five. Mm. It's lofty fucking goals. Lofty Uh, goals. Yeah, fucking hell. It's like sci-fi shit, isn't it? Well, if you achieved it, it would be undeniable to everybody. Yes, of course, but it's still a long way from achieving that. Yeah, I mean, think about it. You need... Uh, a, 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 um, you need essentially NASA with 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 the American taxpayers' money to to do shit like that. All the fucking, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Roscosmos Billion, in Russia. It's billions of people's yeah. fucking money. It was a very small elite club to get into. Um, I used to make like homemade rockets when he was a kid, but I don't think that's the same. I'm pretty no, sure it's not really. slightly different. A little bit. So this was his, this was his biggest and most risky idea by far because he's just constantly going up more is pushing forward and it all came down to cost because 
like rockets are unsurprisingly expensive to launch. The uh, the space shuttle cost, from what I could find out, nearly five hundred million dollars to launch it, and that's not including the development and then like testing and construction and then refurbishment once it lands. Thing is, I know the I know how much you like think the import how important space is and exploration, and it really is. But you can understand why people are like, what the fuck? Here we're like literally living on the poverty line and have starving and can't might- get healthcare because. Someone wants to launch a rocket. Yeah, I love it when people say that on the internet, and you're like, you know, you're using a fucking phone. That was yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, of course, I understand the technology is important and that the exploration is important, but I can understand when someone literally sits there and hears on the TV about it costing five hundred million just to launch one space shuttle shuttle, into fucking to the ISS. You're like, hang on a minute. Yeah, but what about wars? People like, like this, in this pandemic, the Americans gave out one fucking t- like that they haven't looked after the people through know. the pandemic. They've I'm just allowed re- they've just allowed it to run rampant because they want people to because ca- they're not giving like here in the UK they've they've actually given money out and I know it's a lot I of bigger it's a lot of bigger. But I think yeah, they did. I think they gave everybody a grand in that or something. Oh, yeah, I th- but like once that was like <laughs> that was like nine months ago. <laughs> anyway. So he's got 165 million quid and a fucking idea. And it's a simple idea. It's like, it's expensive to launch rockets. This is what he was saying. Because they're single use, they burn up after launch. They go up and then they fucking fall down and they get destroyed in the atmosphere because of the heat and the speed. He says it's like throwing away a jet airliner after every single flight. And he's right in some respects. And if SpaceX could reuse rockets, it would bring the cost down and make space accessible to not only other um, agencies, it also like universities, you'd be able to get a satellite on board for basic, almost fuck all compared to what it is these days. And Spa- SpaceX, was, SpaceX was actually the first company in, in history to, to use a rocket more than once because every single rocket was like a missile. It was just fucking off it goes, goodbye, it's the end. Yeah, that's it, it's gone. In October 2001, like a fucking mad gangster, he and a dude called Jim Cantrell, they travelled to Moscow (laughs) to talk to um, Russian military officials about buying a refurbished intercontinental ballistic missile, which is essentially the nuclear weapons delivery system, Mm. the, the rocket. And they wanted to use them to launch the Mars greenhouse. And the Russians didn't take Elon seriously at all. I mean, he's like 30 and he wants to buy an intercontinental ballistic missile to launch a greenhouse to Mars. It's, <laughs> it's like they're like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. It's not happening, mate. Um, a few months later, in February 2002, he flew back to Russia and tried again. And this time he took um, an ex-CIA dude who worked for NASA and built... Built um, satellites at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory for NASA, um, and the Russians listened to what he was saying. Like, he's obviously fucking. He's he's persistent, and it seems like he's serious. Let's just fucking sell him one for eight million dollars, and just take the money. What? Who cares what he does to it? But Elon was like, "That's fucking too expensive, mate. Because w- it's just gonna it's gonna explode. We just need to." get off the ground. It's not going to get to space. So the talks ended, and apparently on the flight home from Moscow, Elon was like, you know what, we could probably just, I could just make my own company that can manufacture and fabricate its own rockets. So using almost his entire personal fortune, this is the fucking all on red gamble, Mm. it's about 100 million quid he put in, or dollars, whatever. He set up um, Space Exploration Technologies, SpaceX, and everybody mocked him he got fucking caned in the press they they were just taking the p- especially rocket scientists they said it was suicidal like nasa struggled to do this 
with thousands of experts, highly trained experts, picked like fucking cherries off of, mm. off a tree. And, and, and like this clue, he was called like a clueless rich dot com kid or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, fuck you, man. Um, but to be fair, though, even Elon, he said that he gave he gave SpaceX a 10 percent chance of, of success. Um, it is a very space flight and space like setting up a space company is a very f- quick way to burn through yeah, cash. Yeah, yeah. Of course, because it's not like I mean, like you say, NASA. Yeah. Well, they don't do it anymore. That's no, how don't. much the don't. That's how much it costs. They don't actually do it anymore. So um, most people know SpaceX fairly recently because they've had like mad success, but they nearly went. But like a lot of these things nearly nearly fail. At the beginning, um, when SpaceX was founded, they didn't even have real rocket scientists working for them. Elon was the chief the chief rocket engineer, and he said the reason I I that chief rocket engineer yeah. just gave himself that title. Yeah, but he fucking he he still is now. Yeah, no, but if he, he wasn't trained as a rocket no. engineer he just like right i'm the rocket engineer everyone and i'm glad he didn't he wasn't <laughs> trained because he's broke the fucking mold and he's doing it his way he said the reason i ended up being chief engineer or designer was not because i wanted to it was because i couldn't hire anybody nobody would take us seriously and nobody good would join us so i just ended up being that by default um so he designed the first right basics for the falcon one rocket and the first three launch attempts failed the third one actually carried an Air Force satellite called the Trailblazer on board. They actually paid SpaceX to get this satellite up and he vaporised the fucker. Oh, and no. He, yeah, yeah. Like, t- oh God knows how much that satellite cost. Uh, like tens oh, of millions. Shit. Oops. So they were taking a chance with SpaceX, but I suppose if you've got government pockets, you can, you can blast a few million. It doesn't really fucking matter. Well, um, yeah. The fourth launch was literally muck or bust. Uh, if it failed, there, there would have been a complete lack of confidence in the company. Uh, so they sank every penny, every penny that they had into that, fi- that fourth launch. And it was successful on the 28th of September 2008. It, uh, it essentially ins- inserted a, a dummy satellite, like a a weight ballast in in essence into orbit and they're the first private company in history to do that and from that point onwards confidence grew in spacex and the company rapidly expanded demonstrating its capabilities uh, and at first there was only a handful of of employees and like eons there with a fucking pen and paper going i don't really know what i'm doing <laughs> fuck it blag it um fake it till you make it but uh, now there's like there's, a, there's an element of that right Really, you got to think about it. I don't, I don't think you, f- you can't fake rocket science. He's just fucking done yeah, it. Yeah, but he's clever. And he, he, he didn't. He didn't. But t- he's, faking, he didn't t- he's faking being a rocket scientist in the beginning. He tells someone that he's, he's not. He, he weren't a rocket scientist when he started, was yeah, it? Yeah, he tells someone he can do it. Do it before it's done because he knows he can do it. And then when they give him the funds or give him the green light, he does it. He he knows he can do it. So is that faking it? It's maybe just confidence in his own ability or faking it. I don't know. Well. He wasn't a rocket scientist, so he faked <laughs> he faked that until he made it, which is did. Which there's nothing wrong with it. It's no, just no, no, no. He, he was he was faking being in the beginning because he'd never done it before. So there's an element of faking it. Have you got any experience, mate? Like, I flew a, bock- a bottle rocket in I South yeah, Africa yeah. when I was five. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Okay. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hundred million. So, but now they employ like. 10,000 people, uh, they've developed the, the Falcon 9 orbital class booster that lands autonomously on drone ships in the ocean, which is fucking next level. That's how fucking far out he is, because he's saying, we're going to do this. And I was like, are you fucking mad? Well, he's definitely setting the precedent, isn't he? Because now all he's the other fucking the billionaires are like, oh, wait a minute, we yeah. can do that. I've got fucking 60... 
The I'm making is, 60 fucking million billion pounds a second. I'm going to do that. It's closing the door after uh, closing the barn door after horses bolted because they're so far behind SpaceX now. It's just like well, you, you, you showed me the up. Bezos one last night. It's fuck all compared to what they're doing. Nothing. Well, nothing. 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 Every, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so the boosters they can be flown multiple times, uh, which brings the cost of flight way down. And um, they're also launching batches of 60 satellites per launch, creating the um, the Starlink. Global internet system. The what, the, all the what everyone thinks is aliens in the sky yeah, system. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing that when you go outside and you see them long trains of satellites. In the lights, sky. That's, yeah, yeah. that's basically them, just a fucking line. I was like, oh, it's an alien. I saw an alien. They didn't. You saw SpaceX, saw Starlink. SpaceX. It's like the fucking, what was it thing? Skynet? It's like that. It's fucking building. Well, it, it, <laughs> Skylink, Skynet. It's pretty close. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, they named the uh, the rocket the Falcon after the um, the Millennium Falcon, which is <laughs> really funny. Cool. The thing is, you do wonder, like, Elon always like sits there and warns about the, the fucking potential of AI, but it's likely he's, he's going to create it. He's going to be the one that makes the fucking Skylink shit that goes <laughs> wrong. Well, I've got, we'll talk about uh, Neuralink later on. Um, <coughs> oh, the brain the right mesh thing. The brain mesh. Um, I suppose that, is that, that what it's called? Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. The idea of a brain mesh freaks me out. Yeah, it should do, man. Cutting your head open and sticking a fucking computer in there. Putting meshes in your head is never a good idea. I suppose SpaceX got lucky when the when the Americans retired the space shuttle because at that point the US couldn't launch people into space and they were having to buy seats off the Russian mm. on their on their Soyuz. Yeah, yeah. Because for a long time it was. Only the <coughs> Russians going out there, wasn't it? Yeah, and they just had to get on board with them. Uh, the thinking was, if SpaceX could launch people, lucrative NASA contact uh, contracts would, would surely come their way. Yeah, yeah. And in 2008, after demonstrating, putting satellites in orbit, um, SpaceX were awarded a, a NASA contract to fly resupply missions to the International Space Station. And this gave SpaceX an opportunity... Is that just like... Food and yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, equipment, things yeah. that they need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. It's cheaper than giving it and the Russians doing it. Yeah, and yeah. it doesn't matter if it blows up because no one's dying. Because it's stuff. Yeah, it's just stuff. It's just stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, but they could perfect spaceflight and demonstrate their technologies and competence and show that they were capable of human flight. And today they ferry up NASA crews in their Dragon spacecraft, which NASA can't do anymore. So so instead they like they pay SpaceX, like a taxi service in some respects. Mm. Um and SpaceX have completely cornered a the, really the market. A really scary taxi Fucking service. really, really, really <laughs> scary one, yeah. Yeah, like every single ever other aerospace company has been completely left in the dust. They didn't know the race had started until, the, like, SpaceX were in orbit, and they were like, ooh, what oh, the fuck? Shit. You're like, well, you're not mm. going to catch up, man. So this is a little bit, I've got a little bit about cost savings here. So on the shuttle, it cost $57,000 per kilogram launched into space. So like if you wanted to send a McDonald's meal for six people to space, it would probably cost you like $90,000 or something yeah, to get up there. Uh, but SpaceX... get a bit cold. I'm fucking no, freezing. Yeah. I'm sure they could heat it hot out the window or something. Point towards the sun. Because <laughs> space... <laughs> the window is cold out there. <laughs> uh, they reuse their rockets. So they can launch... Um, a kilo of mass for $2,700. So the, the saving is enormous. Uh, they can launch satellites to Mars for $90 million, which is insane compared to NASA's $2.5 billion. It's like a no-fucking-brainer. And he worked out just the numbers. Just I think it was just the maths. If you can do this, then this will work. But in order to do that, you need this rocket. Let's fucking get on it. So trips to the space station on the shuttle cost... I know it's $500 million to launch, but... 
if you include like refurbishment and commissioning and fucking all that shit that goes on behind, it's around a billion to get up. And SpaceX can do it for sixty million. Sixty million, Fuck. which is which is, compa- which is like nothing comparably like. What's that percentage-wise? Like? Well, it's so cheap. Hollywood film budgets can like facilitate space flight in their quota. And Tom Cruise is 100% scheduled to, to fly. It's yeah, like yeah. if you look at the calendar for the launches, because they put the launch calendars up way, way, way in advance. October 2021, um, there's a space... I think it's in... Um, it says October 2021. So they can like legit film weightless scenes yeah, and it's got in cr- space. It's got the, c- the commander. Than that the vomit com- comet thing. The commander of the uh, the um, the mission is whatever his name is. And then it says uh, seat one, Tom Cruise. Seat two, and it's <laughs> like fucking Cruise. the the, pr- the, uh, the film producer or director. Oh, and he's going to film some stuff. And there's still a seat up for grabs. And there's a lot of rumours that Elon might just have a have a crack up there for the laugh. You've got to oh, put your money where your mouth well, is, man. Yeah, I mean, you've got to go up there eventually, Elon. Fucking he is, he's going to go to Mars, he wants to die there. He wants to die on Mars. Oh God. Well, <laughs> maybe you get your wish, mate, if you go there. Uh, Again, it's, it's, it's an inhospitable place. Yeah, yeah. So he loves the haters because they throw so much fucking heat at him and he just turns Everyone. it around and actually does what he says he's going to do. I think sometimes the haters just... D- like. D- I think for me, it'd be like someone hates on, on something you're doing that's like good. It just makes you want to do it even better. Yeah. Because you're like, well, fuck you. Especially when you know it's right and they're wrong. Yeah, like no I think there's so many hate. They just hate on someone because they're not doing it. Yeah, that's the thing. That's that's where the true hate yeah. really st- stems from. Jealousy it, it, it is jealousy. Yeah, like it, wh- whether it's in the real world or the online world, it's like it just because same, you, same. You, yeah, because you're 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 sitting you know whatever not doing it, and someone else is, and you don't like them because of it. That's the thing. Proving the haters wrong is one. Of there'd be so many people who hate Elon just yeah, because he's yeah. fucking rich as fuck. Do you know what he said though? He was at a. Uh, like um, a sem- it's like a talk, you know, just talks in big theaters to like massive audiences or whatever. He said that one of them, I told you to invest in SpaceX, and no one fucking, you would have been rich now. He yeah, literally yeah, said you yeah. would have all been rich if if you'd done what I said. It's not like I was but trying to fool it's you. It's the same with anything. It's the same with any of these like multi-millionite like dollar ideas that actually do are successful and come to fruition. Sound mental. Is like Facebook? Like you told me the other day that random artist, like the the, the, the you know, um, yeah, yeah. He couldn't. What's his name? Cho. Uh, uh, Huh? Is it David Cho? No, the guy, the Facebook guy. Yeah. What's his name? The, the what, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. He couldn't pay the dude to do to paint the artwork on the wall, so yeah. he gave him Facebook shares. Yeah, and the company and that had the, no money. The company that had no money is like, oh, I'm sorry, can I pay you in shares? Give and he's me 10% like, of fuck all. Fucking fine, whatever, man. <laughs> turned out to be Facebook. And he turned out to be Facebook. And that's the thing, like, Cha-ching. everyone, no one thought that was going to work, did they, yeah. in the start? And they were fucking sitting in some dodgy house somewhere, like, fucking coding it all. <laughs> but, yeah, look at it. That's, that's, that's the thing. And now everyone hates on him because he's the guy who did it. Because he said, invest in what in my idea. I'm giving you an opportunity to earn a lot of money here. And yeah. everyone just went, you fucking mental. Yeah, fuck and he off. went, whatever. And I mean, I get, <laughs> I get why people thought it was a bit mental because that, that was far it's out. It sounds crazy. It a lot sound, of his ideas yeah. are It insane. was far out. like, And not that attainable. You know what I mean? Like Facebook, yeah, you're a smart kid. Yeah, you can code. It's not. It was not like a completely unattainable like outcome. Yeah. But SpaceX. Oh, I'm just gonna make rockets that like land themselves on drone ships and yeah. fucking. Going to Mars. And I bitches. can go to Mars and I can like take people up to the International Space Station <laughs> instead move. of fucking. What's his face? <laughs> what you know? Rush those Russian dudes over there. Pesky Russians. Pesky Russians. Uh, so yeah, like you would be like, really. 
Yeah, you would. Exactly. Really? That's the thing. So, so other than ISS flights, uh, SpaceX is currently designing and developing the Starship, which will carry humans to the moon in around 2022 and then Mars after that. And it uses, like you were saying, like crazy technology that's never been it's completely prototyped it's all scratch built conceived out of minds mm. it's never it doesn't exist unless it unless it's on that ship but the thing is uh, all space exploration is conceived out of minds and and you think about the the, rec- the fucking calculator random tin cans that that they took people to space in before yeah. like, Riveted like together. You, you go 40 50 60 years into the future and the fucking well of course they're going yeah. to work because you got that much more technology that's going to be that you have at your disposal like literally they were like figuring shit out on fucking oh, yeah. ca- science calculators back then yeah slide rules and shit yeah slide rules slide rule to the moon rules. to figure out a fucking <laughs> phase angle to get back to yeah, the earth yeah and they're like shit. you know in a in a dodgy situation they're having to fucking pen and paper on a p- piece pen pen and paper fucking yeah. figure it out there and then with maths they took a sextant to the moon yeah. to navigate by the stars like like pirates did now they just <laughs> get their fucking mobile phone and go, right okay well, this way now, now a fucking <laughs> ai guides you yeah. it's crazy it's crazy but this starship like another thing that's about like because he's, he wants to get lots of people into space he wants to open it up and like the space shuttle could launch, I think, like eight people. Um, Apollo is like three. Soyuz is three. But the Starship will look, can, can take a hundred people into into space in a, at a go, man. A hundred fucking people, and the ship's nearly the Starship's nearly as big as the fucking ISS. It's enormous. It's a massive spacecraft, mm. and the way that it's designed to work is. It's its own entity, like this, the Starship. I suppose they can, like, because it's, like you say, they don't have to repeat making it. It's like that they're saving all that cash yeah, by doing that and not having that. It's just like a throwaway fucking stuff yeah, unless yeah. it blows up. Yeah. You know, they've then got that. They can spend more money trying to get it off the ground. Well, well that, what, the way it's going to work is they've got uh, designing, which you'll see flight next year, early next year, within probably by March, I reckon. It's, a, it's called the Super Heavy Booster, which is just a, it is exactly what it is. It's a fucking enormous rocket, one of the biggest, I think, most powerful that's ever existed. Well, it has to be to get a ship that big off. And the, they're going to put the Starship on top of the fucking booster and... Um, then launch it, and the booster will turn around and land like the Falcons do, but uh, it'll be refueled and then launched multiple times in a day they can do the booster. Meanwhile, the Starship will be up in orbit, doing completely fueled, doing whatever it wants to do. Um, do you know what the um, like what the like anticipated like you know existence of one of those like how many like you know like planes they have like a, a shelf life, don't they? Um, you know yeah. planes. You, you know they'll have they'll do a certain amount of flights and then they're retired it's so i can't imagine that they'll just indefinitely be able to keep launching the same thing they'll eventually yeah. have to retire it yeah i don't know how much i don't know how is much. it like 10 or is it like 100 no it won't be, i don't know i'm not, sh- not I'm sure i'm not entirely sure it's a good question but i know like they that they're they get a bit fucking worried if they use the Falcon booster after the fourth or fifth time. They're like, probably just fucking throw it in a bin now and get another one. Yeah, and you've yeah. got your money out of it. There's only so much profit you can take without jeopardising missions and people and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. So I suppose it is It's like a huge, huge jeopardy like you're going to make yeah. if you just go, oh, fuck it, we'll just do, we'll just do it you one more time. But then yeah. that pushes it too far. Because he's mass producing them as well. That also brings the cost down. It just makes it well cheap. Well, I suppose because he created the fucking... He's not having to outsource any of it, is he? Not really. Materials, but it's... it's every well, materials. No, but I mean, like, he's not outsourcing the construction no. of the... All of the, the of all of, you know, of the actual shuttles and, and 
rockets yeah. and all that. He's doing that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. In his everything. own co- everything in his own company because no lot. one would do it for, like you say, no one would do it for him. So he's like, fuck it, I'll just have to do it myself. But this Starship it will also r- revolutionise earthbound passenger flights, um, London to New York in 29 minutes, they reckon it'll do by... What, just by going out the atmosphere and back Yeah, the in? booster, the super heavy booster will sling the Starship into space and it will coast across the ocean and then re-enter the atmosphere over New York and then land probably in the ocean because it's so fucking loud. Oh, that's that's just... But like the idea of that, it just seems so far away that mm, that actually would ha- work uh, and happen. No, I don't think it... Like, uh, Concord did, did that and way. then Concord went, at, went all tits up, didn't it? If he's... If he's confident that there'll be people on Mars by 2030, he's actually confident it's going to be before. Let's say 2030. There will be, they reckon they're going to have a crack at a uh, an unmanned Starship flight to Mars by 2024. So around the mid-2020s, say 2030 latest, you'll, you'll be... Anybody listening to this could potentially go on a fucking starship into space. That's how it's going to change. It sounds crazy. No, it does, yeah. It sounds crazy. But then also someone but sitting in a room with Elon back, I don't know, however many years ago, he did start SpaceX. Yeah. They would have said he was crazy exactly, then. Yeah, so. yeah. So it will happen, and there is a chance that I don't know what the price of a ticket will fucking be, but it'll be he like going on Concord or some shit. He like has ten a good grand. Like, uh, but you can, you'll be able to, you'll be able to fly on a suborbital trajectory out the atmosphere of the fucking planet Earth and land on, on another side of the world. He has a minutes. good, um, you know, history of like proving people wrong. So maybe I would still be surprised if you know a lot of what he says seems doesn't seem like enough time, but. We'll I see. mean, hopefully I'll live through a lot of it and see, well, see we'll if that see, actually yeah. does happen. Who fucking knows? But they're developing the Starship at like crazy speeds because they just build it, fucking test it. If it explodes, big no big deal. Just find out what caused the explosion and redo it again. Like the one that happened last night, it was a Starship that was, yeah, as we're recording this last night, they launched it to uh, f- 12 kilometres and then it came back down, did that weird fucking manoeuvre and tried to land and it blew up and everyone was like, his, his ship's exploded, failure. And you're like, no, 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 no. He, that's did what it. they do. Yeah, they're testing it to its limits. They push him beyond the wrong. Yeah. Like, well, this like, was a fuck up. You have to do with it. I mean, you have to do that with everything. Yeah. It's like when you go to Ikea and you see that machine where it's like <laughs> pushing the seat because <laughs> this has been sat on six million times. Yeah. <laughs> this seat will withstand six million sits. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> How many bums can that take yeah. in the course of its life? Um, so I'll move on to Tesla now. Um, he started Tesla, uh, the car company, on... So he started SpaceX before Tesla? Yeah, well, he started it in 2003. So he was building rockets and I developing I electric cars. That. I thought he was doing that. I thought he did Tesla first. No, no, no. Oh, okay. It's fucking crazy, man. You Using artificial intelligence software to, to drive them around. There you go. He's the one fucking ha- how worried is he, about how is he doing? How is he doing SpaceX and fucking... Tesla at the same time, and I struggle to fucking make toast. And he's like, I burn toast in the What's morning. What's going on? I wonder if he burns toast. Yeah, probably. Does. Everyone burns toast. He's going to be inept in some form of his life. Yeah, to be yeah. used. It's like he can't change a fucking fuse in a plug or something. I think some people who are so work oriented, oh, that it, that there's compromises and failures elsewhere in their life. Has to be. You can't and all be. you're a bit shit at like everyday normal stuff that most people are like just doing everyday perfectly like. Well, <laughs> yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. They're not burning their toast and they're like, eat every day. Yeah, and he, he, he probably can't <laughs> wipe his bum. He's, like, I just, he's just rubbish at it. He's never learned. Someone has to come and do it for him. <laughs> yeah. And again, when he conceived of the idea of Tesla, people said, don't do it. Don't start a company because you can't compete with Ford. You can't compete with General Motors, BMW, like Porsche, Ferrari. They're, they're, they've got their massive companies. Yeah, and they're very well established. Cash. I think it's with the space company. It's pretty like out there. And really the only other thing was like Russia and NASA. 
No, no it, private companies are doing it. Yeah, no private companies. It was all, all like government funded. Yeah. So, but but cars, I can see it because there's so many successful car companies yeah, already. You, you got to compete against. So, but what he, he had the idea that they didn't. Is well, it, yeah, that's is it. Completely driverless cars. Conscious of the environment, he said that the, he could see that the best way. F- he, again, he said that he knew this. He, a while back, electric cars. I mean, I suppose he's dreamt them all up in his little weird imagination for a long time. Is <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? He's like, okay, I've done space now. I need to do the car thing that I thought about. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what he's doing. He's got a list of things he wants to get through. So he says, like, the best way forward was electric cars, and he could also see that people are the bo- are the most dangerous aspect of driving because we crash and then, error, yeah. and then we die. So he was like, well, let's just rem- remove humans from that equation and let the car drive its drive us around. So that's exactly what he did. And he says he sees a day not too far away um, where all cars are going to be electric, autonomous vehicles, no crashing, no pollutants, faster journeys, when better you say safety. not too far away? Well, in England, they've said no diesel cars or petrol cars to be sold by yeah, 2030. But, but they also, but I think, and he's got I the leg the, up already. The big, yeah, I think the big, it's not actually getting the economically, you know, environmentally sound cars in because everyone wants that. It's the driverless env- uh, aspect mm. of it. Yeah. I don't think he's going to get people on board, governments on board with completely driverless cars so where you can just go in the back and have a nap whilst it drives you to fucking London mm. from from here. It's not. It, I feel like that's a big hurdle to overcome because they're like, you still need to sit. No, nah, you just need to sit in the seat. You need to have. You oh need, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you ha- not, you're not allowed to yeah, drive. That's just silly rules that make yeah, us no, do that. But that's yeah. But that's the rules he's got to overcome. Yeah, he wants. He can I don't demon- think it's that easy. No, that's the thing. He says it's the legislation. Yeah, that yeah, is, that's is, that's going to be hard. It's he says it takes fucking years to navigate this shit, and yeah. they should just fucking let us do it, and we'll be and we'll be done. Yeah, yeah. Let the safety record and let let that speak for itself. Mm. It's clearly that it's better, but anyway. So Tesla. So it's just a really alien concept for people. F- it's so it? esoteric. Like, Don't worry, yeah, the car's yeah, gonna yeah. drive and it won't crash. What the fuck are you talking about? What? Yeah, you I told you person? about rockets landing and going to the Mars. I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's fucking just anyway. So Tesla, amongst all the fucking haters and doubters, it's not even twenty years old. And they said you can't compete with like Ford and General Motors, but Everyone's it's now the biggest car company on the planet. Wants a Tesla, don't they? It's bigger than Ford and General Motors combined, right? In terms of cash, it's bigger than Disney and Coca-Cola. It's worth around five hundred billion dollars. And do you know what his salary is? Twenty p. One dollar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he pays himself in shares because yeah, he made off. nine like, billion like, in a day. It's like one dollar. Like, no, he gets, yeah, fuck off. Is it yeah. one dollar? That's it's just it, what it is it, on it's paper. It's one dollar and 99% of their shares, yeah, yeah. W- which makes me earn nine billion dollars in a day. <laughs> yeah. uh, and SpaceX, they reckon that's worth somewhere around a hundred billion. So you can see, like, it, it w- I would have thought it would be the other way around that that SpaceX would be... Nah, the, the, the money earner is like... The market's much no, bigger. Yeah, because no one... Yeah, because you think you're billions of people who want fucking cars. There's not that many... There's not that much need from, like, the general populace to go to space at the minute. So, yeah. you know, really, like you say, it's NASA contracts. It's contracts with, uh, you know, China or who... But they've got... The the, whoever the fuck. But they've all got their own fucking space race anyway. So... It's really, it's really a quite a niche market, I suppose, in in a in a way. Yeah, yeah, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, the moment. beyond the science and the you know the like the future uh, protectiveness of it all, it's it's it. Yeah, Tesla that doesn't surprise me. Tesla it being way more successful. So it's made him incredibly wealthy, obviously, as we've been saying. Um, but he, he, as we've said before, he sinks loads of his own, or did sink a load of his own cash into into his own projects, and he. 
he said he'd like to have like he could just I mean you imagine with the amount of cash that he's got he could have an insane Iron Man house with like fucking Bond villains submarines and fucking helicopters and shit but he said <laughs> and you gotta admire me he said that's not a productive way to spend money or time I just obsess over the smallest details nothing would it would just nothing would happen it would be a house so it d- and it doesn't save humanity <laughs> that's literally what he's saying he's not materialistic so what he did is he sold all because he had loads of fucking houses he sold all his houses and now he rents even though he's richer than most countries, um, uh, saying that he says that possessions weigh him down, so he's basically trying not to have any. So currently, he's the second wealthiest man alive with 135 billion, and he's jumped up the charts really, really fast, I think, part and parcel because of Tesla. Um, He's second to to Jeff Bezos, who has somewhere like 200 billion or something insane. Um, He could get to the top spot. He could dethrone Big Jeff, but with fucking Amazon, man. He earns over yeah, 300 million is, a day. Am- Amazon is... I can't see a time where people won't be fucking spending billions and billions of pounds, ev- dollars, whatever, every day on Amazon. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, it's just... it's just the th- Unfortunately, it's just the thing, isn't it? It's like, especially like, you know, it's the rich... It's the same old, same old, rich get richer. It's because it's poor. a good idea and he knows that people want it and people go, oh, it can't be that rich. But you're buying shit off Amazon and paying his fucking money. Mm. If you don't like him, don't buy anything off Amazon. Get off your fucking iPhone and go and live in a bush now because you can't say anything <laughs> unless you do it. <laughs> fucking hell, you're part of it. Just You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's fucking stupid. So he thinks that the uh, one of the biggest threats to humanity is artificial intelligence. Like... um a man-made super intelligence evolving past the singularity and then all bets are off and it most likely could be the end, or he thinks, the end of humans in our current form. So in 2016... 16. In 2016, he set up a company called Neuralink, which develops implantable brain-machine interfaces. Yeah, that's scary. What? Again, man, people don't take him seriously, but so far I take him seriously, but no. If he said, oh, I'll give you that for free, I'd be like... Mm. Okay, but I'll tell Unless you Unless my brain was broken. That's which, exactly... okay, then it's a different story. But well, my brain ain't broken, so... The current, aim of, currently, the aim of Neuralink is to use brain-machine interfaces to help people with traumatic brain injuries regain movement. They can stop tremors, cure Alzheimer's, restore vision, allow people to... It will be amazing if it works. And the chip is implanted directly into your... They core out a bit of your fucking skull and put it in there. It's, only, it's not very big. But is it? Well, I can't remember. And it, it has these it's tiny, like, thin, like... Um, uh, like they're not like wires, but they're like these weird fucking hairs that are connected to it, and they guide themselves directly to the neurons of your brain. No, and they f- right no, and, <laughs> no. And, and it connects to the internet, so no. you can you can upload jujitsu to your fucking mind, no. like Neo. No, that's literally possible. Could yeah, be possible. But no, yeah, but no. Is that like, like it, it, if I think <laughs> something like that. If you can figure out ways of curing those terrible brain diseases and the demen- you know, de- degenerative brain diseases that yeah. are just awful to people and losing their, you yeah. know, their their memories and 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 what it is that makes them them, I, 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 yes. But fucking putting 
chips in your brain that okay, work their way little f- that just sounds fucking creepy isn't it that sounds like a little spider sounds like a disaster waiting to happen it does initially. sound like a disaster that's why he's testing it on here. people that can't fucking complain it's kind of like I like the way what he's is test- he testing it on well, well it, hasn't come to, it hasn't it hasn't done it to humans <laughs> yeah, right you fucker no 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 or was he doing well, it to animals no he, he hasn't he hasn't done it on the, well I say him it's not him It's not. he's not fucking flying yes. rockets he's not sticking implants in people's head the company haven't done it they've done pig trials but when they do it on like fucking paraplegics and people that can't fucking move and that and they're they're um, willing to have that procedure done and if there is a benefit to it they'll only improve and no, like i get i get it there are people there are going to be people out there who are so you know are so fucked because of whatever condition or you know and what happens if it made them uh say like in 10 years time but how is that brain thing going to fix like a spinal cord injury uh, things like that are di- uh, won't, but if you have yeah, a, yeah. It's, it's brain injuries, like yeah, if yeah. you've got tremors or you can't see because there's something wrong with the fuck you, the way your brain transmit uh, receives the the optical signal from your eye, they can remap it and connect it, and they can do shit like. That. So if you've got somebody that's in a like really badly handicapped and can't fucking move and they don't know what's, it's hard, and then they implant one of these chips and they get fucking better, and then they do it to the next one and they get better and they get better and then be- and people just get someone will go just fucking do it to me. And yeah, then, but then, then he reckons that you're, you get you're in, you get into the time you get into a point at which dodge. It's I think that is is one of those kind of dodge by the um, you know like uh, oh, forget the word you like, just not it's not it's not right is um, it not it gets to a point where it's not okay it may not be right what you're saying it's not wrong but it's not it's not I know what you're saying but it it's, sounds the, it's the same it's the, it's in the same ballpark as um, you know euthanasia. Mm, I don't think so. I think it's you helping know. people who are nearly no, but dead it is, be alive. Is it, is it morally right? That's what I was, that yes, was trying to Yes, because it's helping people that are disadvantaged. And yeah, but, better. Th- but then you're also putting Is chips it morally right to put it in your mind in when your you're mind completely that someone, fine? Like that could, that could, you, you're doing that and it's a f- is that just not a form of control? Like that, that's once it's in there, it's f- it's in and you no, fucked. No, you can, and you you can c- remove it. And you can be like, you'll become like a fucking robot if they <laughs> press no, a button. No, 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 I don't think And you get in line and you're like, you can't do fuck I all mean, about it because <laughs> and you follow them into some like meat farm because you, you know, well, human you know meat what, farm. It's, it sounds That's the like thing. It's like, could you know, I'm not saying necessarily Elon would do that, but there is... There's anywhere there's technology. There's always someone who's there to get, wants to use it yeah, for yeah. bad. Who fucking knows? For man. bad, shady, shit, it is, shady it is. shit. So they're gonna figure. There's always gonna be someone who could hack <laughs> yeah. that fucking chip in your brain. Yeah. If you're completely biological, if, if your fridge is connected to the internet, they can hack your fridge. Yeah, they c- <laughs> people can actually hack your fucking fridge, and they can hack anything that has set technology. They can, you know, can connect to the internet. So if you can, no, oh, that's that would you be my problem. You might physically feel. You might some, be able to. There might be some d- horrible little shit somewhere, fucking hacking into the system and fucking <laughs> the world up because of it. Well, it sounds like he's making the very thing he's warning us about oh, artificial yeah, intelligence. All the AI is going to hack into it, and but, you get fucked. But he reckons merging man and machines may be our only chance of survival because if we can't beat them. Join them? No, because if you if you make yourself mechanical or so in some form of or other, other than like a a thing you strap onto your arm if you've lost your arm or leg, you which can is also not your intellect via a computer. In but your if brain. it's actually like wired into your <laughs> very foundation, your Sign very b- very biological foundation, that if the AI does take over, it has an opportunity to, to control you then. Well, essentially he's saying we need to be cyborgs, we need to b- join with them so they don't see us as different, so they won't enslave us or destroy us. No, no, that, it wouldn't, I don't think it would work out like that. I think Fuck if you knows. implant chips in people's minds that literally 
you know, work their way, that works their little claws into your whole fibre of your brain. Doesn't seem like we can go back from that. AI is just going to go, imagine the Matrix situation, like where, you know, the fucking AI is just going to go, well... Hang on, these are these little twats have all got fucking chips in their head. We can just tell them where to you go. Might, you might we know could tell them to kill themselves. Mm. We could tell them to like or jump off a building. Though, you might know there might be some sort of safeguard. I don't know because this doesn't actually exist in. I mean, AI we're talking. Is not gonna, he's not going to care. Like no, but you might know that someone's trying to do something to your fucking brain. You might be able to turn the fucker off. I don't know. Who fucking knows, man? We'll soon we'll soon find out. I don't. We'll soon find out. Yeah, no. It's like it's like a computer. It's ne- once once it's on there, it's always on there, even if you delete it. It scares me because he's usually right about shit. So I'm like, fucking hell. Okay, okay, well, Elon, I kind of trust you. Did we really? But yeah, I think he's just knows. creating the very thing he's warning us against. Maybe, maybe. He also owns uh, the Boring Company, uh, which bores giant holes in the earth, which makes tunnel, which make for tunnels to uh, facilitate something called the the Hyperloop, um, which apparently the cars are going to ride in these tunnels under the ground. Why do that if you've got SpaceX doing it? I don't understand. What? Like, why why bother doing all this Hyperloop shit if you've got SpaceX that can take you somewhere in 20 minutes? Um, because it's to relieve congestion in cities. Because, like, they, he was talking about, uh, for instance, in something I was watching, he was talking about LA and says it takes oh, fucking an hour and a half to do a 20 minute journey. But if you got in the fucking hyperloop <laughs> under the ground, you'd be there in a minute. It's to it's a, a localized alleviation of congestion. Okay. It makes it more convenient and it's also uh, much better for the environment. It's less, um, you don't see roads and shit, but who knows? Who knows? It's, it's like it's just like a really posh underground, isn't it? Really? Yeah. I mean, he's done loads of fucking shit. He's done the uh, Solar City, which is like a fucking a solar uh, panel company that powers the galaxy through solar panels or some shit. He's done fucking <laughs> loads of stuff. Do you want to hear about his relationships? I can go through them really quickly if you want. It, it's because there's a bit of sadness. Um, he married his uh, first wife, Justine Wilson, in 2000. He, that's when he met at Queen's University. Well, apparently when he was dating her, he um he gave her, like, part of his wooing technique was he gave her the, his credit card and said, just fucking go for your life, spend whatever you want, I don't give a shit how much money you spend, and she's going out fucking buying four Ferraris and shit. Oh, fuck. He didn't care, he didn't give a fuck, at that point he didn't care. Um, He, uh, they got married, obviously, and had had children, they had a they son. Had, they had sex. <laughs> they, they, they did the thing and had a baby, they had a son called Nevada, and he died at ten weeks old. Oh, no. So that did that ruin their relationship? Um, no, because they went on to have a set of twins and then a set of tr- of triplets. Wait, I didn't know he had that so many kids. Fucking super spunk from Elon, man. Jesus, I did I've not know he had that many kids. I thought he had like one. IVF treatment. That oh, that's why. Th- they separated Wait, in 2000. Wait, is it super spunk though? Robot if it's spunk, IVF, man. Look, then it's no. Robots. Look, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> IVF means one of them's got something that's not quite right. I've never examined Mr. Muck's, Mr. Musk's sperm under a microscope, so I wouldn't know. Mr. Muck's Muck's sperm. I was going to go Mr. Muck's Muck, but... I thought, no, nah, I won't be crude. Did it anyway? He did it anyway. So they ended up splitting up in 2008, and uh, he married Tallulah Riley in 2010. She's a, a, an, actress, an actress from the UK. I've no idea who she is. Tallulah's a very, yeah, it sounds very... Uh, she was in Inception uh, and Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> and this is where he fails, in my opinion, because, you know, he's like a super fucking genius. Yeah, yeah. They split up in 2012, and like the 
stayed good mates, like really good. And then he remarried her in July oh 2013. <laughs> what are you doing? But then he filed for divorce in 2014. He just wants to spend some money, apparently, in divorce. Fucking he then, he lawyer then, fees. He then changed his mind and stopped proceedings. Oh, no. <laughs> then changed his mind again and divorced her in 2000. So he's like a fucking oh flip-flopper. Oh, God, what are you doing? He's like fucking Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah remarrying really. the same person over and over again. And in uh, 2018, he started uh, dating Grimes um, and they had a baby boy on <laughs> May the 4th. 2020, which is fucking Star Wars Day. <laughs> Jesus Stand fucking forth. Christ, man. And they called their son, I think it's pronounced Ash, yeah, but Ash, it's, yeah. it's spelt X-E-A-X-12. <laughs> I, remember so, I remember watching something, an interview with him, and they were like, how is X-E-X-12? And he went, who? <laughs> He's yeah. like... Your kid, he's yeah, like, yeah. oh, Ash, yeah, so, yeah, because I just think it's one of them, it's like, come on. Apparently, he's uh, he's named, in part, after the uh, the Archangel 12, which was a prototype to the SR-71 spy plane, <laughs> so he's probably fucking geeking out. Mm. No, it's just, they just called it, it's just Ash in it, he's not, like, when someone actually says the real name, he's like, what? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 my kid, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's so a mad... five kids, I didn't know that. Six. Six kids. Yeah, Fuck. six kids, man. So that's the mad that's the mad lad Elon for you. Yeah. He's a crazy boy. He's an interesting fellow, isn't he? I wouldn't mind having him around for dinner. Him, yeah, he's definitely one of them like you'd be like, okay, if you could have if you could have like a few people around ten, you know, five people around a table, who would it be? He has to be on the list, doesn't he? He's fucking incredibly um, interesting. That's why yeah, I Yeah, David Attenborough is another one. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Dave, speak to Elon. Figure this shit out. Figure this shit yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them two need to get together. They probably already have. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Um, so we have a uh, sticker winner for Whoop. getting it involved. And that is, um, We've got some new stickers. Well, yeah. yeah. Come so in. Yeah. Arnold Vermeulen. Send us oh. your deets, mate. Arnold. I, th- I think... Um, I think he's over in South Africa, <laughs> which is there you go. <laughs> ironic. Um, uh, we're also brought to you by El Yucateco Hot Sauce. So please go and check them out on all their social medias. Shop um, El Yucateco. Hell and yeah. use Robots for Eyes and your coupon oh yeah, code, code bit. I forgot about that. we also got the Retrovay code. Um, what's that? Code Robots. That's just Robots. Yeah. So yeah, Robots, both 10%. Robots for Retrovay, Robots for Eyes for... Um, Oh, you could check her. So head over to, if you go to RetroVague on, the, at the RetroVague on Instagram, I think they've got their no, no, store linked on their well bio. Well, you can go that way, but the best, the best way is to go through our affiliate link. Oh, yeah, fucking do that as well. <laughs> which is on any of our posts on <laughs> Facebook and also on our uh, bio on Instagram. Uh, please check out Podbelly, the uh, the mighty network that we're connected to. I don't know why, but we are. Because yeah. they love us. Fucking damn right. They love they us. They, they like our English accent. <laughs> what was so that? that was kind Welsh. of Welsh. <laughs> Windy. Windy. Um, and check us out on our social medias. I'm sure you can figure that out. And I've got nothing else to say. Yeah. Oh. What happened to your voice? I then? don't know. Um, I'm quite tired now. Are you I'm tired? I'm a bit peckish. Well, must- I say a bit peckish. I'm hungry. I'm Hank Marvin because. Uh, we talk about it's Elon half Musk. past seven. Yeah, and I'm hungry. So let's get some food on our neck and end this podcast in three, two, one. one.